Blog Talk Radio. videos like life are better unscripted. Today, we mourn the loss of our queen mother and tireless warrior, Dr. Frances Cress Welsing. We give honor to the Allfather and ask that the ancestors seat her in the home of the warriors with all due honor for a battle well fought. Dr. Cress Welsing was a great psychologist and author of the Isis Papers, The Keys to the Colors. This book was pivotal to my understanding of what racism, white supremacy is, how it works, and more importantly, why it is. Our Queen Mother was able to peel back the layers of propaganda, overcompensation, and lies to help us understand and see the sick heart that beats at the center of racism, white supremacy. As a young man, when I first read her work, she reminded me that even while it appeared that I was powerless, Contained within my two testicles was enough power to completely destroy their world. She reminded me that by my very existence, I was a threat to the dominant society and would only become more so as I became aware of my own power. We as a nation and as a collective have suffered a blow not easily recovered from, but I remain hopeful. Our sister has passed the baton onto us and it still remains for us to win the race. She provided us the keys to the colors, and now we can unlock the doors to victory in our struggle for liberation from racism, white supremacy. I publicly commit to continuing her work and using every means at my disposal to bring that world to reality that she taught us to dream about. A world with true peace, justice, freedom, and prosperity for those of us who have long been the junkyard for those who classify themselves as white. Queen Mother, I stand today lifting you up. I'm not waiting for CNN, MSNBC, Fox, CBS, ABC, or NBC to extol you. They aren't fit to even speak your name. We, your people, will keep your name and work alive. We accept with humility and gratitude the jewels you've left us. Take your seat in the home of the warriors and know that you've earned your rest. Thank you, dear Queen Mother Francis. This is Mark Black with Black Q&A, and I'm out.
grandson of Azalee Douglas Booker. And I just want to welcome the family tonight uh, to an exciting uh, but yet informative show. How's the family doing tonight? Hopefully everybody's doing really well. And like this song say, um, there'll never be... That song is pretty much talking about a, a lady that I call one of my mentors. I've never actually met her. But uh, hopefully y'all really heard the uh, intro about the one and only Dr. Francis Cress Wilson helping us to understand racism slash white supremacy. Uh, anyway, folks, tonight... Tonight, tonight is the 15th of November, and you're listening to the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. The show tonight is going to be dedicated pretty much 100% to the election of the president-elect Donald Trump. I can't even believe I'm saying that. can't even believe I'm saying that. Every time I say it. Uh, first of all, I don't say it that often, but when I do say it, it's just just unbelievable, isn't it? Isn't it? Who would ever thought in this United States of America we would be saying President Donald Trump? But you know, y'all, if you listen to the show, y'all know I'm going to say this, right? I did mention that. I did mention that we could very well possibly be entertaining a president when I when we uh, spoke of Donald Trump. But anyway, folks... That's what we're going to be talking about tonight, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. You know, how to look at the next four years, different angles, attitudes, perspectives that we should have for the next four years and maybe even eight years. Reality is, this man is your president. And uh, many of us are very upset, like I know I still am. I still am to some degree. I, I, you know, we as a people have faced worse so I don't think it's the end of the world because the man has to uh, dance to the drumbeat of the Congress and the Supreme Court. He's not just like a like back in the 40s where he just do what he want to do or like Jim Crow. It's not quite as bad, but make no qualms about it. Donald Trump is a white supremacist, which is why I, at the very beginning of the show, played the clip by the, uh, the gentleman playing homage to uh, our uh, ancestor, uh, Dr. Francis Chris Wilson. You guys really, family, you should really check out her book, The ISIS Paper, Keys to the Colors. Again, the name of this book is Eyes, excuse me, The ISIS Papers, Keys to the Colors. And when she's talking about the colors, she's talking about the different uh, ethnic backgrounds of the world, the keys to how we become the different colors. And, of course, she goes into uh, uh, recessive genes and mutations and how white comes from black and and there's a fear among our white brothers and sisters, some of them, the powerful ones of them, the ones running things and pulling strings in the world. There is a fear that they're going to be annihilated, uh, genetically speaking, through much mixing. And in order to stop the mixing, they have to produce the lies about so-called people of color so that their people won't mix with them, giving their their race, so to speak, um, uh, room to... Um, um, multiply. So that's what Dr. Francis Chris Wilson is about. The, the, again, the book, The ISIS Paper, Keys to the Colors. That is what her lifelong legacy will be remembered for. And uh, believe me, folks, she is known all over the world 
So that's the name you won't hear at NBC, ABC, CBS. However, she has been on the Theo Donahue show and a lot of other shows out there. So anyway, God rest the soul of uh, Dr. Francis Chris Wilson. You're going to hear more about her maybe next week. I'm thinking about doing a show entirely to her, playing some of her clips or audios. And I promise you, you will not be the same after hearing what she produced in our world. Uh, as far as uh, her defense against racism. And what better way to open up the show with Dr. Francis Chris Wilson because we're talking about a president had that have a, uh, a president-elect, I guess I should say, until he actually is sworn in. But Donald Trump has made a lot of racist statements, and we're going to try to decode those statements. Some people think he was just playing. He wasn't really serious. He just wanted to get in the White House. Now he's going to act like he got some sense. Others say no. It's people that are working with him that are saying, hey, you have to back up off those statements if I'm going to be in your cabinet. Other people think it is the Congress, congressional members saying, listen, bro, uh, you know, listen, brother, if you're going to be our president and you want us to get things done here with this Democratic Party, you're going to have to back up off those statements. Some people think that's why Trump is kind of backed up. But nevertheless, we've had over a year of just flat out buffoonery from this man's mouth and his just behavior in general. So tonight, tonight, we're going to be talking about Donald Trump. As a matter of fact, let me just go ahead and do what i always been doing lately, and that is reading the show's description. That way, we'll be on the same page. So this is what I typed earlier for the family. I sent it out uh, in email. Some of you got it through text, but I said, Peace, family. A family that seek the Father's heart Day and night, we declare by faith, and we do. Then I went on to type, well, there's a lot that has happened in the last week. We have a new president. We want to use this tonight's show, November the 15th, to see just where you're at with this election. More importantly, where the Father is at in you. And I went on to type, Folks, a lot of people are just done with America after what happened Tuesday night, while others are optimistic. Some feel they have their country back. Yes, our country is divided. That's what I typed earlier. And I, oh, well, let me go on and finish reading here. It says, please call tonight and help those of your family that's needing wisdom on how to see the next four years. Also, other treats coming your way tonight. So that's what's happening. That's what's happening. And before I go another further, let me go ahead and bring on our co-host, the one and only Darlene Douglas, all the way from Austin, Texas. Let's go to the phone line. Area code 512. 922, go ahead with your question or your comment. I'm sorry, hold on, hold on. I didn't mean to say that. See how? <laughs> Darling, go ahead. You see where I'm at. How are you doing tonight, cousin? I'm doing fine, doing fine. Hanging in here like the rest of us. <laughs> oh, no, you sound like me on that. I thought you'd be more upbeat, jubilant, and excited about your new president. You sound like me. No, you did. <laughs> no, you did. No, that, well, that one kind of threw me. That one threw me. Well, cousin, I'm telling you. I'm, and I see your hand raised already. Uh, cousin, like I was saying, that 
through the world. There is a lot of people, anti-American sentiments going all throughout the world, all over the Internet, and uh, not to mention just a bunch of stuff this man have said and did, uh, praising Russia's president. Now I heard there was a phone call to Vladimir Putin, I mean, uh, yeah, Vladimir Putin saying, that he wants to work with him on on getting rid of ISIS. I mean, we talk about doing business with Russia now. So that fastest man is already reaching out to Russia. So we got us a handful, cousin. We got us. A, <laughs> I don't even know how to begin. A handful. Begin. Yes, yes, yes. But before we jump and get into Trump, because I'm telling you, once we get in, it's just like. Man, I don't know. You don't know which which angle to go. You just don't know which angle to go in. So before we get too deep into Trump, uh, let's go to the phone lines and see uh, who someone has a, a question. I got a feeling this may be our cousin Don Jr. Though. Air code eight one seven three seven eight. Go ahead with your question or your comment. Oh, this is me, Dwayne Only, Mr. Shaw. Good evening, my brother. This how are you? How you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, keep, keep, keep it real. Well, well, Don. Good to have you. So go ahead and say hello, Don. Uh, I mean, to uh, uh, Darlene, Don. Darlene, it's a pleasure to hear your voice. Don't sound so down. You know, God got the power. You'll be all right. <laughs> I, okay. I, I I know it's gonna be okay. It's just it's unreal. It is unreal. Well, I will say but this, though. It's nothing we can do about it. It's nothing we can do about it. But roll with the punches. Yes, yes. Well, um, we'll get into it more deeper. But let me just ask to each of you really quickly, and I'll even go also. Answer this one little question before we get into the show uh, given our family, uh, the phone lines already got quite a few people on, and I thank y'all for being early again. Bubba Jack, I see you in the house. Thank you, sir, all the way from California, and the private caller who never misses, and also Miss Lynn. These three people have not missed a show, and there's uh, quite a few others. I want to thank y'all for tuning in early, but those folks have not missed, I don't think, a single show. So thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for being early and supporting this show. Again, there's other people that call just as often, uh, but those I don't think have missed a show, and I have to say uh, a shout-out to them. But anyway, family, Don, Darlene, let me ask y'all something, just just for starters with this whole um uh, D- Donald Trump thing. Let me ask y'all something. What were your initial feelings when you first got the revelation that this is now your president-elect? Uh, Don, why don't you go? Well, darling, why don't you go first? What was your initial feelings? Just, just tell me in about two or three minutes. I fear what he's going to do to the country, and and. Not that I don't agree with what's going on now, the people marching and and looting and all this, but it was bound to happen. You know, my fear is if if I'm walking on the sidewalk, is is somebody going to come up and push me off and and tell me that I can't walk on the sidewalk? You know that happened in in Waco, right? Oh, I... Believe me, I know it's, it's a whole lot more that coming, but go ahead. 
Yeah, and that, and then <clears throat> um, I have a meeting tomorrow on a job. I think they're. Um, it could be they could be trying to prioritize our work, um, give our work to um, different companies. So uh, the federal government employees going to be they're going to be hurt. Really? You know, and it, yes, it's, yes. It's, yes, good darling. I was just going to say you absolutely. I remember now. He said that he would not hire. He would not hire one more. He, he's looking to shrink the governor. Not so much shrink. He didn't mention the word shrink, but he said that. He is not interested in hiring another government person, another government worker. So he believes in small yeah, government, which I do too. Yeah, which oh, I do too. Well. But <laughs> but what he do and how he go about expressing that is probably a lot different than how I feel. But a lot of folks believe in, in small government. You know, we don't want the government in our business running everything. He he is really on that, and so. Folks, for the next four years, I don't think anybody is going to be hiring for the U.S. government. But anyway, go ahead. I just had thirty. You right? It makes me remember something. He said, "Go ahead." I I feel that um, it's going to be a disaster, and we're going to be like living in a nightmare. Especially the Muslim, the Hispanic, African American, and women. It, I mean, how do you tell your kids, you know, you tell your kids not to be racist and you teach them how to be a certain way. And now, you know, America jumps up and they hire a racist, a bigot, uh, a person. I mean, I'm looking for him to wake up one morning and be pissed off and punch a button and poof, we're all going to be gone. But I shouldn't think like that. Well, you know what, darling, I I thank you for your honesty. I hope, family, you would do that tonight, what darling just did, because she told exactly what almost every single person I have talked to of color have said. Everybody has said that. Let's see if Don Jr. is going to be different. Go ahead, Don. What was your initial response when you first heard of uh, President Obama, I mean, uh, uh, President-elect Donald Trump, when you first heard those words, what did you think? Well, I was kind of disappointed because I feel like, uh, based on his campaign methods, that he was not really for minorities. Based on his campaign methods and his subtle racial Slurs he made. He made a lot of celebration slurs in the, the unprofessional way he dealt with uh, checking the opponent, Mr. Clinton. I felt like he wouldn't be a good party, but I really felt like our people, especially the uninformed younger people, didn't exercise their rights to vote like they feel. That's what yeah. I, I feel like. I feel like if more of our younger people who want to keep a neutral position on politics, but if they really found or understood the political me- mechanism better, it would provide that edge to give this Clinton that margin to win. The popular vote is great, but she should have had more electoral votes also. Because someone can clearly see that Mr. Trump is a businessman, 
and not a politician. What's the difference? That's just my opinion. Don, you're a little muffled. I don't know if you uh, would. You just, just to be honest with you, we hear you, but it's like you know, like calling that. So I want to move around, but I want to say this about the whole election. Why you fixing your phone thing? And you can finish up uh, here in a second. When I first heard um, the news, same news y'all y'all heard. Um, I felt just like y'all. I really don't have to even say it. I felt exactly like Darlene felt. I felt exactly like you, Don, felt. Anything additional I might just say later on, well, we didn't need to, the question is, what did you initially feel? So I guess I'll stick with that. But yes, I felt exactly like how y'all felt. So we're going to talk about that a little bit more tonight. Um, I'll tell you one thing I, I felt. And y'all may want to really think this out. It might sound really cuckoo. But the chances of having 59 million votes, the 59 million votes, I don't think it just happened like that. Now, early on, I remember William B. had, uh, we talked about this a long time ago, and uh, many of y'all I'm sure thought I was cuckoo, to be honest. But I said that I vote for my ancestors. I vote because my ancestors bled and died to vote. But I don't believe in the vote. I don't think that's what put people in office. Now, you look at this election. Do you really think every single election we've had the last 15 years, every time it's always 59, it's always 50, 50, 50, 50? No, 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 no. It's not like, I don't believe that. I don't believe Hillary, I don't think it was that close. But at any rate, somebody... Even if it was done by a higher, higher hand, like I'm thinking, or if we want to believe the vote. Either way, it's still the same message. Somebody put this man in office, and they knew, or they should have known he was a racist. How more racist can you be than Donald Trump? And it goes to show you how gullible our nation is. When I first heard it, I began to think about this also. How gullible people are. 59 million. This is why your cousin Seth talks so much about racism. This is the world I live in. I refuse to stop talking about it because I see it all day long. While other people want to turn a deaf ear to it. Now... Probably because many of us did turn deaf ear to it and did not believe this, man. Y'all saw those photos I put out there, family. Black folks left and right supporting this man. I understand if you don't like Hillary, but like like uh, President Obama said, then we're going to move on. But like President Obama said, folks, if you believe in what I've done, vote for Hillary. Because this man is going to overturn everything that I have done. He said on the Al Sharpton show, on the show when Al Sharpton interviewed him, he said, if you believe in what I've done, the programs I've put in place, like Obamacare and everything else, vote for Hillary, even if you don't like Hillary. Obama said that. He says, even if you have issues with Hillary, because Hillary is going to promote and just extend and build on what I've done. Donald Trump is going to come in here and he's going to knock down everything, redo everything this presidency has done. And that's the way I looked at it because, folks, I ain't blind by Hillary. I'm sorry. 
You don't want to get me started on her. You would think I hated her or something. I mean, the Twins is responsible. Yes, they are. For a lot of the black men being in prison, somebody said, well, no, the black men are responsible for making those choices. No, 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 no. It's all kind of people out here doing things wrong, but they don't have to be life. Three strikes you out, three mistakes. It can be sweet, and you get life. I mean, that's, that's Clinton. There's a whole lot of things they did for against black people. Some people say he was worse than Bush in policy. I don't know, but I know that I don't trust her. But she was the lesser of the evils. But for folks to be so darn brainwashed, this is what my initial thoughts were, I'm being honest. For folks to be so brainwashed to put this man in office knowing that he is going to tempt every white supremacist to think, we got our country back and let's go get these niggers. I, I was just done. So anyway, that was my initial feelings. There you have it. Anyway, Don, you going to join us tonight? For your, you, are you able to stay? I'm going to stay for a little while. All right, all right. Well, folks, mm-hmm. again, you listen to the Douglas County Family Defense Network. We just thought we'd give you a little intro of what's happening. Of course, we're going to get to some solutions, fam. I don't think we just this is the time to just be fussing and complaining and worrying and just woe me. No, 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 we are strong people. God is on our side, and the scriptures say, Great is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And another scripture that's a favorite okay. of mine, If God be for us, Donald Jr., I know you uh, probably can tell me where it's found. <laughs> I got to remember where it's found. Or darling, you might even know. But the scripture says, If, uh, if uh, God be for us, who can be against us? And so... Everybody should know that scripture, but family, we are not hopeless. We are not destitute. We are not without hope. We have faced Jim Crow. We have faced uh, times when the president was racist, the Republican was racist, all of them, and the Democrats, all of them was racist, and all the Supreme Court. I mean, it was like the whole, all of the houses, all the governmental arms were just flat out given over to the philosophy of white supremacy, racism, black inferiority. They was given over to it. They practiced it all day long, and we survived that. We survived the slave ship. So this, all it's going to do, I will say this before I go to Darlene, I will say this, family, what it's going to do is drive us to our knees. And sometimes I think God is behind all of this. I know y'all, that's the last name you want to hear, having endorsed. I don't think God endorsed Trump like a lot of these churches did blindly. I don't think that. But I do think God will use this situation to bring us to our knees. Because if Hillary had a warrant, I would not have heard at work and in the family so many of y'all saying, we need to pray. And y'all are praying. Y'all are concerned. Muslim community is really praying. Mexican community is scared straight. All these folks thought they were so comfortable because they're in America, America. Now they see you just like black people. So we all is <laughs> facing Jerusalem, so to speak. We all praying. For real. So that could be what God is all about. Could be what he, what, what he, because you know he's all he's in everything we go through. I'm not saying he voted for Trump, but he wanted Trump in. I'm just saying, I don't know, folks. I don't know. We're gonna find out tonight. I bet we're gonna find out tonight. Well, listen, 
What I like to do at this point is uh, tell you, boy, uh, Darlene, I want to go to you at this time and uh, just see what you, what you have. Um, do, you, do we have November birthdays? Uh, I do. You do. Oh, great, great, great. Well, let's do this, family. Uh, see somebody just popping in again, folks. We're talking about the elections and Donald Trump. Um, going to hear hopefully some pros and cons tonight, some solutions tonight. Uh, her little noise. Uh, watch the background. Watch the background, folks. But anyway, uh, Darlene, um, I want to get you to go ahead and uh, if you could get some. Uh, are you ready with the? You already have the uh, birthdays there handy. The birthday. Yes. Okay, let's go with November birthday family. Here we go. Okay, we have Cassandra Booker, the 12th of November. Hey, Cassandra. Hadn't heard from, from uh, uh, Cassandra in a while. I haven't seen her much on Facebook. But anyway, hello, Cassandra, and happy birthday to you. Okay, Kayla. All right. Happy birthday, Kayla. Well, what day was that for Kayla? November the 15th. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Kayla, everybody, is Morris, my brother's daughter. And y'all know who Cassandra is because she's been on the show. Go ahead. Morris Turner. Okay, my November brother. Go ahead. Happy birthday. He's born on Thanksgiving. Otis. Happy birthday. Excuse me. Otis Duvall, November the 16th. Okay, happy birthday, Otis. He's been on the show. Thunder, Spain. Hold on, hold on. Let's get, this, let's get this noise straight. I don't know whose phone line it is, but we hear some noise in the background. We can't have that, so meet me, whoever it is. Go ahead. London, Spain, Hood, November the 26th. Linda Spain Hood. All right. Oh, yeah, I remember her. How you do, Linda? And uh, happy birthday. Okay, we have a Jason Carroll, November the and that's 12th. That's a good name. Help me out, darling. Jason Carroll. I don't remember uh, that name. Yet. I can't. I, um, <clears throat> I'm not sure who Jason is. He, uh, well, family, that's why we have this show. Anybody on the phone lines, which we have quite a few on phone lines, y'all know who Jason is, just press one and let us know. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Go ahead. Okay, we have Prentice Keith Douglas, November the 24th. That's your brother? No. For some reason, I think Jason and... Prentice Keith Douglas is Uncle Dugan, but I'm not really sure. Okay. Okay. Okay, and we have Art Womack, which is a uh, Oprah's son-in-law, November 14th. Okay, happy birthday. Okay. Okay, and we have two anniversaries this month. It's all right, all right. We we have um, Oscar and Rotasha, November the fourteenth. Okay, the one and only Tasha. 
And speaking of Tasha, fam, she's going to be coming at your way a little later on. Tasha have a presentation on the show, as usual. Y'all know we've been blessed by her recipes, remedies, and reduced crisis coming your way a little bit. Go ahead. Uh, we also have Kevin and Rosetta, Spain, huh. November the 6th. November the 6th? Oh, okay. Well, happy anniversary to, to, to you couples. Is it all you got? That's it. On the birthdays and anniversary. Well, again, happy birthday. Uh, if it's already passed, happy belated birthday and happy anniversary to those couples. We just want to acknowledge every single time. And I know we missed a whole lot of folks. If you don't get it to us, family, we probably won't know. So you got to get it to us. We're trying here. If you can just do your part and just submit that to me or Darlene, we'll be able to uh, have that forever and announce it on the show. Um, uh, Mr. Don Jr., uh, do you don't happen to know any uh, birthdays we missed or anniversaries, do you? No, not at this time, I don't. I was, I was thinking about Mars, but she mentioned him. But I don't yes, know if he yes, other yes. Things, uh, Well, Martin, my son, Martin Taylor, Shaw, his birthday oh. is coming up on the 20th of November. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you say Martin? You say Martin? You say Martin? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Well, uh, folks, uh, y'all, let's heard me the other day with Don Jr. when we spotlighted Don. Well, this is Mark. He has another son named Mark. And you, Don, all of the sons you have, you have Matthew and who am I missing? you missing Marcus. There's Matthew, Marcus, Marcus and Martin. How can I, I got three Martin? sons. They all got names. Yeah, you the have him. three sons and what? They all got M's in the name. <laughs> okay, yeah, Marcus, okay. I was Matthew, <laughs> Marcus, Matthew, Marcus, and then his daughter is Mia. Ain't that something? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah all of them got M's. <laughs> well, again, again, family, again, family, we just want to just say happy birthday and belated birthdays to those of y'all with birthdays in November as well as happy anniversary. Don, did you have any other announcements or anything? Uh, Don, any other announcements you have for the family, anything? No, not right now. Darling, any other things you have for the family? Any, uh... I was just wanted to mention, I think Robbie's a little busy tonight, um, but um, we have a cruise going on September the 18th through the 25th next year, and the cruise is going to Alaska. And um, oh wow! Yeah, that's the deal that Robbie is trying to get together, and well, that we're working on at any rate. And uh, I could put more information out there to, this week. And also, I send out emails. You know, I'm sure I missed someone, but uh, and it was concerning the family reunion here in Austin. August of next year, August 3rd through August 5th. I will be there. And, uh, and this time, I'm going to keep my word. I will be there. So I want to see all of you. <laughs> okay. I'm kind of asking people for um, email addresses or even um, addresses so I can get the information out. And today, I talked to a... A Shirley Douglas Carroll 
And okay. uh, pretty soon we should have information, more information on um, Uncle Milton Douglas and also Lee Richard Douglas. So coming from that side of the family, we should have information soon. Okay. Now you yeah. have some information for the family about uh, the young men that have been on the show. Uh, I mean, uh, that's right. Y'all that's take... right. That's right. Go Let's ahead. Um, I wrote it. Now, down. when I say the young man oh. been on the show while she's getting the, her notes together, family, we have interviewed uh, Reza uh, and her husband. Help me out, darling. My my, my, my the name Eldred. escapes me. Eldred, their son. Remember, we had that wonderful couple. One of the best shows we have done uh, there off from the uh, Elbert Sonny Boy side of the family. And their young son is doing wonderful uh, representing Rockdale. And they won. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. (laughs) Okay, you got a little mixed up. Um, Eldred and Risa. Risa's son is representing Lexington, Texas. Oh, okay. okay. I remember now. I remember. I can see the pictures now. You're right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Lexington are the Eagles. Mascot is the Eagles. And they are playing against Stockdale. And they are also the Eagles. And uh, they're going to play Friday night at 7.30 in Buda, which is right down the street from Austin. And uh, uh, the young man's name is, well, I, I don't know if it's a real name, but anyway, he's Kiki Cooper, and he's number five, and he's the great-grandson of Albert Sonny Boy Douglas. Okay, so that's, that's Lexington, cousin. And okay, Rockdale. you did Rockdale. Go ahead. Rockdale is in the playoffs also, and this is the second round. Rockdale Tigers are playing Cold Spring in the playoffs Friday night also, same time, same time. But they're playing in Cypress, Texas, which is uh, real close to Houston. Yeah, he is doing good, these boys. Go ahead. He's also number five, and Dequeah Crawford, and he is the great-great-grandson. So Uncle Sonny Boy has a great-grandson and a great-great-grandson that's playing Friday night, uh, second round of the playoffs. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, Don, check this out. These young boys are not just average players. They are recruited uh, heavily from what I'm told, and they are doing their thing. So maybe, just maybe, if they keep winning, we'll see them at the Cowboys Stadium. I would love, love, love to just go down the street because it's not that far from me. You hop on the freeway, and you, bam, you're there and see them play. But anyway, y'all, just keep them in your prayers because they're doing their thing. But whether they win or lose, family, they are they – are, uh, they're known, and they're doing their thing uh, to the degree where they're known all across the nation. And uh, J- J- uh, Jaqueline, I think I pronounced his name right, he has three gold medals. I mean, he has records uh, in, the, in the whole country. He has some 
think about that. He has records in the nation, not just in the state. So anyway, they're doing their thing. Congratulations to uh, to those young men. Uh, Don, um, I had something I was going to ask you. Ah, if it escapes me. Well, anyway, I'll try to think of that. I have something I want along these lines. But anyway, uh, darling, any other announcements or anything? Anything we uh, miss? If anybody's listening and have information on Trayvon Cherry, he plays for Gremlin. Yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, he's in the, he's also young. Uh, everybody should remember that interview. Uh, that was another great interview we had. So, um, yeah, if you do know anything, folks, press one. Our family talked to us tonight. Don't be shy. Uh, if y'all know anything, uh, what's going on with any other young, our young people in, in college and school, they don't have to just be athletes. Just let us know anything y'all want to talk about. Now, folks, tonight is open forum. Yeah, we talk about whatever's on your mind. But we do have something on the table, uh, uh, a heck of a topic on the table, and that is the, Donald Trump and um, the whole election process. We, we want to talk about post-elections, uh, elections, uh, pre-elections. We open tonight. I will say this. William B. is coming your way uh, to talk. You know, William have a whole lot to say about this type of thing. So being the chairman uh NAACP uh, I think he's in WCP chair down in Austin, and then working so heavily in the politics like he do, precinct chairman, da 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 da. He'll be on a little later on, and uh, also Tasha, like I said, is coming your way. We have Ecourager coming your way as well. So y'all should uh, it should be a very interesting night, a very interesting night. Well, I want to ask uh, my co-host here another question. And then after that, we'll go and look for William B. And uh, we'll, we'll take a break. Actually, let's do this. Let's do this, family. Well, now let's go ahead and ask the question. All right, Don, I'll come to you first, all right? Before we get uh, emotional, because i got a feeling we're going to do just that, because this, this election has uh, really rubbed me the wrong way, and I don't want us to just stay in the flesh. Let's just kind of in the spirit, so to speak, uh, darling, if you don't mind, uh, Don, if you don't mind, what do y'all think the solution is for your family uh, before we get into this storm? What do you think is the solution um, to families that feel betrayed by the American people? There may be even some Hispanics listening. Don't doubt that, folks. you got all kind of folks who listen to this, to this line. And uh, believe me, that is true. There's all kind of people be listening to this show. I didn't know that, but there have been people that wasn't related or wasn't friends, and they can get access to this show. So if somebody happens to listen, they're Hispanic or they're for, they're so-called foreign or immigrant, and they are just feeling done with America. Like I've seen so many videos, audios of people just cursing and cursing America, burning flags. So a lot of folks really just done. What, what would y'all say to them? Uh, Donnie, I'll let you go first. What would you say to them as far as a solution? Just give me your, your, your short version, and then we'll expound on it throughout the night. Did you say Don or Darlene? Don, Don. That Mr. Don Jr. Oh, that's what I think. I, I I believe that uh, each family got to look out for themselves. Just to be realistically, you cannot let 
the political candidates compromise your ability to move forward. I mean, I think all families, whether it's a single parent home or the mother in there, this president should take time out, discuss with their families, especially if they have younger children or school age children or those that are in their early 20s. Uh, discuss with them the probability of uh, increased segregation that could happen. Some people say it will never happen. All segregation is not direct; it's indirect. And then let them know that even though there's a change in the political arena, we have to change our way of thinking. We cannot let other people's negative attitudes or their desire to you know pressure towards people of color cause them to become. Reactors in a violent manner Because it's not going to work You have to always outthink your enemy So the best way to outthink your enemy Is you know how you stand You know your position Empower yourself And when the more powerful you are Education wise and skill wise The greater your ability to overcome Any type of roadblock That your enemy can put in the way You just got to outthink them You cannot let your emotions Compromise the integrity or your ability to think straight and make rational decisions. That's what happens. That's, that's good. That's good. That is very good. And folks, again, we're giving just those who just popping in uh, tonight. You listen to the Douglas Kennedy Family Friends Network, and tonight we're talking about Trump. Trump, Trump, Trump. Pre election, election, post election, and now. The new president-elect Donald Trump is what we're talking about tonight. And darling, I'll just if you if you can just I'll, I'll go ahead and go next, and then we'll come to you. But uh, my solution would be very simple. I think it's Ephesians three six and thirty-two. Y'all can correct me, but I think it's Ephesians six and thirty-two that said, "I battle, I battle." It says, "We wrestle not against flesh and blood." but against principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places. And I just want to say to the family tonight, white people are not our problem. White people has never been our problem. I know some people say, oh, what about in the 60s? No, I just don't believe that. I think our problem has been our trust in the Father, being obedient to his word, because once we are obedient to his word, he has promised, Psalms 91, to protect us. Everybody knows 23 Psalms, he will prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies. And all I'm saying is there have been people in the middle of slavery that had a great life. I know that's going to sound very controversial to some people, but there's proof. There's, there's all type of... Whites that have fought for blacks, even if y'all see the protests, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people, mostly white, is just standing up and speaking out against these injustices. Now, if white people was our problem, well, they would be on board with Trump as well. So the country is split, family. The country is split. But we got to remember to trust God. For he can lead and guide us in and out of danger. And he says, like I just said, he promised to prepare a table for us in the presence of our enemies. Um, there will be whites that will take this as a message to open season on black folks. I look for cops. I hate to confess this, but I'm just telling you what is true. 
Don't mean it's got to come to your house. I'm going to say it again. I'm not cursing anybody when I say this negative thing. I'm just saying it's, I believe it's going to happen, but it don't have to come near your family's door, your, 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 your family. So, okay, but I do think for those that don't trust God and decide to choose to live in the world of, you know, and just just against God's principles, I do think they're going to get the backlash. Folks, Donald Trump has sent a message to white supremacy to go ahead and do whatever. The solution, because that's what I'm asking my co-hosts here, what is the solution for the next four years? I think that we need to get in a quiet place inside us, not so much a literal quiet place, but that's not a bad idea. We really need to get to a place where we can hear God's voice so clear. If we hear something say, don't go this way, go that way, we need to do that. If we hear something say, uh, turn this way, or, uh, just like at 911, there were some people that said it very, they said it many times. Many people said they got a strong urge not to go to work. I'm not saying don't go to work, folks. I'm just saying there were some people that say they had never missed work, and they got a strong urge not to go. One girl said she couldn't complete her task. She always do so much work before she leaves and go to work, but on that day she just she couldn't finish up and she just didn't understand. She so she just didn't go to work. A lot of people spoke out on Oprah show and all types of venues saying something, something, something told them they got this over unnatural urge almost not to do something. Y'all may, some of y'all may laugh at that and may not believe in that. I don't know. I don't know where the families are on that, but I'm telling you, that is what it's going to take to overcome. That's what it's going to take, family. We got to hear God's voice about this time. I wish I could tell you by God, get your boys together, but you know what that is. You know what that means. These people is out. We're outgunned. We're out bombed. We're out policed. We're out everything. The fastest and quickest way for our deliverance. Second Chronicles, Second Chronicles, seven fourteen. Second Chronicles, seven fourteen. Which I believe we are the true Israelites. But some of you don't believe that, and that's okay. Nevertheless, Second Second Chronicles, seven fourteen says, "If my people." which are called by my name, will, number one, humble themselves, seek my face, pray, turn from their wicked ways. We got humble, pray, seek my face, turn from your wicked ways. He promised to protect them and restore their land. So, and that means everything about them. So, Family, we don't have a choice as a people, as a nation, when your head, which is the president of the United States, has decided that he wanted to deport uh, immigrants, that he wanted America the way it used to be. What in the heck is he talking about? You know, when he sees black women at his support rally, and he uh, he's watching white men push this black woman around. I know y'all saw this on the news. And then... He said, get her out of here. Get her out of here. And he used these words. Remember this, family? Remember how we used to do them? He said, remember how we used to do them. 
This is the man that has won the White House by 59 million votes. So it ain't just Trump. Trump ain't your problem, family. I don't know why we talk so much about Trump. Of course, tonight's show is about him. And, darling, I'm coming to you in a little bit. But 59 million people saw all of these actions and decided we'd rather have him than Hillary. So you have a very racist nation. You got a bunch of blind Christians. I'm a Christian myself, but I'm so disappointed in the church. Maybe some of you church people can come on the line and correct me. But I'm so disappointed because they're looking at, well, he's for abortion. And he's against gay rights. And those two things always trick the right wing. And they put that man in office. If it wasn't for the right conservative vote, we would have no president-elect Donald Trump. So I blame the church for that. I'm talking about the white church because the black church heavily voted for Hillary. It don't mean we have to be a fan of Hillary. You just have to be a fan against this tyrant that we now have in office. So go ahead. Again, solution, trust the Father all day long. Listen for his voice. You're going to hear some things, some directions that you're not used to hearing. You know, if you're new to this, but we have to get to where we can hear the Father. You know, this is going to mean reading our Bibles more. This is going to mean praying more. Yes, and it's going to mean fasting more. It's going to mean getting out of the strip clubs and, uh, for some of y'all young people. Some of y'all, it's going to mean it's going to mean a life change. Else, you will just perish. If if you if you if you can't hear the voice of God, you can't hear something getting you out of danger. And we're about to go into this era where a lot of white males just feel like they got their country back, and they're going to be acting out. They already doing it, like Darlene just said. I heard I heard a whole lot of things. We'll get into it later. That's already starting to happen. They feel like we got our GD country back. These niggas about to pay. That's exactly how they feel. So hold on. Let me ask you a question now. Go ahead. And darling, we're coming at you. Go ahead. Okay. I mean, I'm listening to you, and this is so true. But our solution, I mean, do we really have, do you think, this is just an optimistic, just I'll spare the moment question. Do you think that our people are really going to react spiritually enough to fight this enemy in the natural? Or are we going to? Allow ourselves to submit to the natural way, which is frustration, violence, self-destruction. When the uh, when the oppression that we have had in the past is coming back in a more vivid manner, what do you think we can do? I mean, you're saying pray, but do you think this is really going to happen? I'm just asking this as a concerned person. Are we really waking up? Well, I'm going to give you a quick answer, then I'm going to let Darlene go, and then we're going to talk about that question right there. Don, please ask it again, because I, I don't want to disrespect Darlene. I want her to come, and, and, uh, and uh, but I'll give you a little quick answer, then we'll go to Darlene. I think a lot of us going to perish. I think we're about to see something. See, folks, I said this early on the show. I know, I know a lot of y'all thought I'm cuckoo. You probably still think I'm cuckoo. That's cuckoo. That's okay. They always think prophets are cuckoo. It's a rule. And, yes, I do say prophet. I do believe God showed me this, but I can be wrong. Some of y'all know God. I ain't the only one. And he probably showed you some more. I don't know. But this is what I'm just speaking for me. I believe we Israel. 
And the Bible says in the end of time, Israel is a remnant is going to return to Israel, the natural place, the real place, because after Israel returned, a remnant turned, and they began to, to build up Israel, uh, Jerusalem, the Messiah is supposed to come. If you believe in the Bible, even if we're not Israel, it did, even if you, your cousin got it wrong and we're no more Jew than a man in the moon, okay, fine. The Bible does say that a remnant of the Jews is going to return to the land. It says it a thousand times in the Bible. I believe we're that people. And now that we're about to face some serious persecution, it's going to drive us to our knees. And when black folks go through oppression, it is known throughout history, it repeats itself over and over and over, nothing to one of the signs. Whenever we face a pharaoh like our forefathers in Egypt, who said, it's, they're getting too many of them. Y'all know the, what the word says. It says, the pharaoh said, There's, they're getting too many. They're multiplying. Let's oppress them that they may not multiply. And that's why I played Francis Crest Wilson at the beginning of the show, who is one of the leading voices that say white people are concerned about the browning of America. What have y'all been hearing over and over and over? We want our country back. What are you these people saying? We want our country back white. We're tired of all these foreigners taking over everything. We want it back white. Well, how are you going to do that? There's only one way you can get that country back white, and it's not by having a white president. So what are you talking about? I believe we're in an age of extermination. And I can prove it. I'm not just whistling, smoking on something. I can prove it. Look at those police shootings. This was before Trump. What do you think the police and sheriff departments are going to think now? This is why I'm so mad at Obama. If he had put some down on these sheriffs and police, they wouldn't be so tricky. But it don't matter. Even if Obama had a crucified every single one of them that, that shot a black male, now they got Trump. So that's why I wasn't just trying to be super spiritual. I really mean, folks, we have got to learn how to hear from God about now. And I know some of y'all say, oh, it's not going to affect me, darling. I'm still coming at you with the same question. Some of y'all say, oh, it's not, it's not my household, honey. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, my kids ain't in no trouble. Listen, folks. Listen. Listen, folks. We're all one. We're bloodline on this family on, on this line tonight. We're all family. If one of us have a problem with the cops, it's going to affect all of y'all. If you care anything about your brothers and sisters on every, various sides of the family. So, Don, to answer your question, I I think that we're going to perish a lot of us. But some of us is going to really find ourselves getting close to God, and we're going to miss these bullets Literal and figuratively, we're going to miss calamities because we're going to be hearing that voice. And we need that kind of help. And I just don't see us right now as a people, a lot of our young people is just anti-establishment. And they feel like, you know, I'd rather die than be in church. And a lot of them going to die. That's all there is to it. And I'm not talking about you got to go to church. I ain't on that. you got to have a relationship with the Father. I'm not talking about going to church. Giving the pastors your right hand. If you if your heart is there, yeah, that's a good idea. But it's gonna be it's gonna have to get be deeper, family, than just giving the, the pastors your right hand. Darlene, same question, solution. Um, what Don kind of said, what I was thinking. You know, we have to educate our young people because our young people mean 
blacks, Afro-Americans, because they're the most uneducated about things like this. You know, you could talk about slavery to a young girl. Hold on, hold on, darling. I apologize. Don't mean to interrupt you for sure. But there's a, 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 a hand. I think that's William B. So we'll come to him after you. Go ahead. William, just hold along. Go ahead, darling. Okay. I, I think uh, Uncle William's going to agree with me because he kind of said it like this. You know, our people are the most uneducated people in America. You know, like, I, I use my niece, for example. They, in their mind, they have no idea what racist is. So we as a people are... We're strong people, we're spiritual people, and we just have to educate our young people because they did not exercise their right to vote. You know, um, once we get through these four years, uh, hopefully not eight, um, hopefully we won't just repeat the whole past, but, you know, they're going to see some of this, and, and, and maybe it's for the good, you know. When it's all said and done, God is God will, period. And God is still in control. So, Oh, beautiful. Cousin, you just nailed it. I love what you just said. One more time, please say that. <laughs> I said, when it's all said and done, it's God's will. And God is still in control. Amen, amen. Well, listen, this is what we're going to do, family. Those are our solutions, short solutions. Don dropped the bomb on me. I really want him to ask that a little later on. We're going to get more in detail than that. That is not, I know I was long, but that is not my longest explanation or answer for Don. So we'll talk about that more. William might want to piggyback on that, what he feels is a solution. But before we go to William... God, just boy, I tell you, sometimes you just talk about things, and y'all think we just be doing these shows. Some of y'all may think that, but every once in a while, these shows really get to you, and this is one of them that just really, really get to me. I'm serious. Um, want to just take a little short break before we go to William. Um, so, huh, let's do this. Let's do this, family. Let's do this. Let's take a little short break, and then we'll uh, we'll go to William. Okay, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Check this out, folks.
Good morning and happy Monday. This is Gwen Burks with the Christian Women's Unity Alliance E. Courager. Love always trusts. 1 Corinthians 13, 7. Love trusts to the degree it trusts in God. There is an assurance that the Almighty is in control and he will carry out his plan in his timing. Love sees the Lord as the instigator of all good things and thus 100% trustworthy. Yes, humans fail. But love lifts up those who let them down and gives them a second chance. There is a perpetual prayer from a heart of love that trusts God to do a work of grace in a graceless heart. Love believes Christ can change anyone or anything. Do you believe the best about your husband or wife? Do you give them the benefit of the doubt? Your marriage grows more attractive as you make it a priority to totally trust one another. Fear from past disappointments, the disapproval and disrespect in the present. Let go of unlovely lives that he or she cannot change and begin to treat them like the Lord wants them to become. Be respectful and trust they'll act respectable. Be kind and trust they will grow in kindness. Love treats others like it would like to be treated. Furthermore, there will be those who are gullible or naive in their approach to trusting love, but God is still at work. A shady soul may take advantage of someone's good nature, but in the process, they will more than likely meet Jesus and the giver's trusting heart. Love like you trust with abandonment and without conditions, but when in doubt, love. This has been a Christian Women's Unity Alliance e-encouraging moment. Be blessed and be encouraged. Okay, and folks, that was your cousin all the way from California with E-Couraging. Again, that comes on Mondays, and if y'all want to get that sent to your phone, let us know and um, get a hold of Miss Burks. All right, folks, Eric Code, go straight to the phone lines. Eric Code 210-653. Uh, Mr. William B., are you there? And darling, your yes, line is yeah. open. Dar- you? Your line is 
Sorry about that, William. Uh, but how are you doing, sir? Doing well, doing well. Thank you. Well, uh, again, darling, your line is open. Don, your line is open as well. Well, William, I don't know if you've been listening to us the last uh, few minutes, but we've been just kind of letting our emotion have its moments as well as our spirit and just kind of voicing some things. Uh, obviously, the three of us, I guess, uh, I can safely say voted for Hillary or uh, was for uh, for Hillary. Not so much we're in love with Hillary, but we... Uh, Definitely was not trying to uh, hear the news that's all there's no all around the uh, the globe, and that is President Elect Donald Trump. What does those words do to you? Well, you know this is this is a very very interesting time, Seth. Uh, I've seen quite a number of uh, elections, uh, many more than you and some other folk have, and this is the first time that. It has been outright uh, scary in terms of what the result might bring, particularly to us as a people. Uh, I wouldn't have thought this could happen in America where a guy would show his true colors during the uh, campaign that way and still be elected. So that told me that, uh, that you know, really we, that this country is, is – uh, I don't. I don't know. It, it, it's it's the darnest thing. I thought we had made a little progress, but uh, it's obvious that uh, we we have been really misled in a number of different ways. If you want me to expound on that, it, it just seems to me that uh, please, please. But, but but one thing about it though, uh, Hillary. I voted for Hillary as well, but she was not my first choice, as I think I've said. I was a Bernie Sanders fellow. Oh yeah, we remember. Uh, I, I, I certainly uh, opted for for Hillary as my second best choice, but uh, Trump uh, did something that hadn't been done. He 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 called in a lot of the what he called uh, working class uh, Anglo people, and they came all out of the woodworks in ways that uh, we hadn't seen before. Uh, that need not have meant that uh, we didn't show up uh, as we had in the past either, though, so we can't blame anyone about that except ourselves. However, I just learned from Gary Bledsoe down at UTSA where I attended that a number of votes were purged in various states, sometimes some of these key states. He mentioned North Carolina, uh, Arizona, and I believe Florida. And some of the key states that were tens of thousands of votes purged that were more likely to go to Hillary because they were in neighborhoods where many of our people lived, and that's a factor as well. So, but what's done is done, and here we are. Trump personally, right? right. Uh, I, I, he, I don't see him as an ideologue, meaning I don't see him as a right-wing fanatic. At least I hadn't, based on his lifestyle, having been a Democrat before, having given money to Democrats and Republicans, having played both sides of the aisle. I hadn't place him on the list of ideologues like Cruz and, you know, some of these other right-wing fanatics almost. I didn't see him in that category. I'm not sure that he is. However, he appears to be surrounding himself with such people, which tells me, uh, uh, I don't know really what it tells me, but I guess he's going to allow them to make a decision, and then he'll just 
go along to some extent since this government thing is totally new to him. So it's very, 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 very interesting that we as a people have gone through and put up with and survived a heck of a lot, haven't we? So I'm yes, sure yes. there's no stopping us now. I mean, this is 2016. We've been here since, what, uh, 1600s or so. So, you know, it's, it's no I mean, we, we can survive, but it's just a matter of really pulling together as a people. When we pass one another on the street, and we see another brother or sister, we should smile and speak and understand. Start to be friendly and brotherly and sisterly to one you know another. What, that we, is so we, important, William. Yeah, yeah, we, we, so we, we can do that. And I've, I've kind of started to, you know, to do that. But sometimes we have the tendency to do, to do the opposite. But we better start being one another's best friend because we're in this thing together in, in so many ways. And I, I really... Don't, don't quite know what's going to happen since this is the beginning of his, uh, well, January 20th would mark the beginning of his thing, but he's surrounding himself with white nationalists. Now, they aren't friends of ours, as far as I can tell, white nationalists. And uh, law and order types. It is Giuliani. He's one of these law and order type fellows. And I know what law and order means. You know what it means. It means right. they're going to go in, in, in our neighborhoods, particularly uh, the black neighborhoods, and just uh, police just going to have a heyday. They're almost having one now, but, you know, there'll just be no stopping them. It'll just really be a shame. And I think it's time for us. William, let me me say this, because, you know, while we're talking tonight, I got this filter on, and I don't want to, I don't want, I want you to keep going like you're doing, but I just want to say this really quickly. To okay. give credence to what William is saying, fam, I just have to jump in just for a little second. I first thought maybe Trump was lying and that all of this was just a smoke screen and that he really just said all that to get in to get the votes of the yeah. races. But this uh-huh. man's cabinet is full of lifelong white supremacists, some of them, some of them. But I just want to say that, 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 that there's a lot of credit to what William is saying, go do your research on these people's names he's throwing out there. And I think that's why Dr. Ben Carson is all of a sudden saying now he don't want a position because he's seeing us delight. But go ahead, go ahead. I just want to throw it in. Yeah, I found that interesting, Seth, that uh, Ben Carson, who's been a Trump man, you know, all along, and suddenly he doesn't want a position in uh, health, education, and welfare or it, it, you know anything like that? Well, it it, it sounds like they might very well uh, cut the uh, education department uh, down, or reduce that uh, quite a lot. So, education department uh, cabinet post won't be what it has been in the past. But uh, I, the, the court appointment to the Supreme Court—that's really a big one because that individual will be around to cause havoc on decent Americans for a long, long time, no doubt, along with the other guys that are already there. So that's so, so important, that Supreme Court appointment. If he appoints a guy in the same, uh, you know, with the same ideology as uh, uh, the guy he's replacing, uh, what, what's the guy named that died? Uh, Justice uh, Scalia. Yeah, yeah, Scalia yeah. is a right-wing ideologue. So if he appoints someone in that, from that, you know, of uh, that ilk, uh, we, we, we're just in big trouble because it may end up with another appointment. Since very true, uh, very true. You know, a lot of the a lot of the folk are pretty, particularly those on the left side, so-called liberals, if you will. 
But I, 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 I listened to this guy during the campaign, though, Seth, and it seems to me that some of his ideas, at least that he mentioned, but you don't know what to believe about the guy now because he says one thing and then he crosses back, so you don't know what he may do. But he did say something about a simplified tax uh, approach, you know, a simplified way to do your income tax. Now, that, that makes sense to me. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that, uh, simplified, because I get tired of, you know, I used to do my income taxes, but it got so complicated that I started having to come out of my pocket to, to get a CPA to do it. And I think that's a real shame. So if he simplified that, that would be great. And he mentioned something about congressional term limits. Did you know that this guy is supposed to be in favor of congressional term limits? So am I, by the way. Uh, so am I. I think part of the problem could very well be these guys go up there and they make a home there and they stay too long and come back you know, all millionaires and such. So uh, why not limit them like we limit the president? President what? Has uh, two terms and that's it. So congressmen yeah. should also have a limitation, I think. So I agree with that in terms of, uh, of where he's coming from on that. He want to do some work on the infrastructure. I believe with that as well. The President Obama been trying to get that done uh, for a long, long time. But these guys wouldn't cooperate with him. Maybe they'll cooperate with this guy, with Trump, and get it done. And hopefully they'll hire a lot of, you know, a lot of people, many of whom will be, uh, will be our people as well. But uh, there are some things there that uh, that can make some sense. But this other stuff that's coming in that's causing children and, and you know, uh, crazy adults to act stupid and start doing things to uh, innocent black folk and other people of color just because of the... Uh, uh, atmosphere that now exists, that that that's super bad. Uh, Trump needs to come out and speak, you know, in a no-nonsense fashion, you know, to these people to get them to stop that kind of nonsense. He hasn't done it, but until he does that, uh, I'm going to believe, uh, you know, you know that that he's the devil, pretty much, you know, that uh, <laughs> that, that he's not he's not really what I would have been led to believe. So I'll have to believe that until he really comes out flat-footed and tell these people. You know, to stop, this is one country, we're one people, and we need to work this thing together. But if there are any well, questions out there from the family, I'm prepared to provide some uh, some opinions uh, at the very least. Uh, well, let's start with our uh, co-host. Don, anything for William? You know, I just want to, I like to listen to him. He's always shedding light on me. I, I don't have any any real comment. I'm just... Seeking solutions because in my spirit I feel like uh, our people are in for a very difficult time financially. Those who are low income, I mean high income people, they're probably going to be all right with the middle and low income. They're going to have a struggle, but it still falls back to self empowerment and how we approach the change in administration. But I just want to hear William because he shares so much vital information for our well being. Before you respond to Don, let me let me uh, ask you. Well, go ahead. I'll hold it till you. you go ahead. With what you was going to say, please. Well, I was just going to say for the first time. I, I think I have a sign on my truck. You know, I've got a truck for my little business, and I have a Bernie Sanders, uh, you know, a sticker on the back of it, and uh, I'm gonna. Tomorrow morning, I think I'm going to remove that sticker. I don't want to bring 
any attention to some of these crazies. I don't want them to cut my tires and tinker with my truck. And it seems like that's the kind of atmosphere we're in, Seth. It's unfortunate. You know, I live in what I consider a halfway decent place to live, but we never really, really know it. I drive all over. I mean, I'm in the realm of property business. And I, so, so I'm going to remove that from my truck. So when, when you start thinking like that, that means something has really, really happened because I've had it on there for, for some time with no problem. But uh, this is the time for us to really start thinking and, and, and handling business differently because we may very well have some, some hard times coming down the road. And that's exactly what I was getting ready to ask you. I'm glad I waited and let you finish because, folks, listen, with Don, I feel Don. It's really funny, but I feel Don and Darling. We're like on one accord tonight. This is very serious, and I'm the type of person I believe in speaking the end result. Uh, you know, I've been saying it for a while now, fam. We need to speak what we want to see. And, and so don't take this show tonight as us speaking the negative and putting out gloom and bad news. We're just talking about what is real. We're saying, yes, there is a mountain. We want everybody to see, because for, for a long time our people was in denial, saying crazy stuff like the level field is now, the playing field is now level. You know, every black man ain't got no excuse. And, you know, this Booker T thing, put yourself by your own bootstrap, which you should, but, you know, Booker T, and there was this big argument back and forth over in his era where he didn't want to address the haters, he just wants to say, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, you know, one, should we do better as the people, whites who respect us, and then you had the other argument saying, no, we need to hold our white brothers and sisters accountable, but yet we need to still work to build our own nation, so there was this split, and I'm saying this tonight, family, hopefully what I think William and Darling and Don and myself is saying is, and some of y'all know this better than we do. Let me just get that out there. But some of listeners, some of our family don't know this. I talk to young people all the time in this family, and they argue that, you know, we spend too much time on racism. But you cannot fix something that you don't acknowledge. And we're just saying, and, and like Don said, I, I, I really feel it, Don. We're in trouble. We as a people... He's in trouble. You can't have a man in the White House that's saying, <sighs> Mexicans pretty much is bad. Immigrants are bad. This man, when they say take America back, what do y'all think he's saying? Black folks, don't you stick your chest out when they say that. If they're not talking about something for you, when we go back, it's get worse for us. Every time a white person says this to me, we want our old America back, I say, how far back you talking about? I make them give me a date. Then they kind of look stupid. We don't want to go back. We, we can't go back to nothing unless you want to take it all the way back to the Bible days. We as African-Americans, so-called African-Americans, this new name they tagged us with, we can't go back. The back, the further we go back, the gloomier they get until you, uh, uh, after the slave ships, that is. So, no, I don't want America to go back to nothing. I want them to go forward. We need to quit playing, 
complicity around with these people and understand what they're saying. They're saying they want a white America. And they want, how are you going to get a white America, Trump? How are you going to get a white America, white supremacist? Some of y'all don't care to think about this, and you haven't done no research. But your cousin, me, I live on this street, and I can tell you what they're planning. They've been saying it. I've been on the white supremacist sites. I talk with white people. They are worried about the browning of America. Time put it out there for everybody to read. Folks don't read. Whites are concerned about this country becoming browner. And the only way you're going to stop that is through that word. Way to policy in place. Just like what the man is saying. So, again, William B. Darling, Don, and I, I really enjoy talking about this. I don't really enjoy it, but this is a necessity. I want our people to wake up, Don, Darlene, William, because if black people wake up and understand the time, believe you me, they're going to do what they've done always. They're going to hit those knees, and they're going to start coming together. William said some very important things. And I hope you all heard what he said. All of us have said some important things, but William mentioned speaking to one another. I, even today, a black guy jumps out of his car. I'm standing right there, and he just walks right past me. Okay. In his mind, he don't see a war. I see a war. And in a war, the last thing you're going to do is pass up another comrade and not give him a head nod or something to say, I'm with you. Yeah. I feel your pain. Right. I see you. But as, yeah. that's why I say Darlene said, and that's why I asked her to repeat it. Somebody might say, well, where is God in all this? We're spiritual people. Blah, 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 blah. Where is God? Why would he allow this? Again. I have never heard in my entire life since 911 so many people say we need to pray. This is serious. We need to pray. And don't look at reach your Bible, folks. Don't put it past the Most High to allow. I don't think He chose him, but allow. I don't think He chose him. This man to be in power for us to hit our knees, become more spiritual, come out these strip clubs, get quit smoking weed, staying high all the time like our young people. All this foolishness we're doing, looking at all this TV, uh, on the Internet, uh, pornography. I mean, our families and all kind of stuff, okay? So God allows this Pharaoh, cause remember, nothing is, nothing is new in the sun, William, Pharaoh came mm-hmm. into existence. One Pharaoh loved the children of Israel. Second Pharaoh came on. He didn't like him. He said, he said, it's too many of them. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned this earlier, but he said, let us deal with them wisely. And he began to oppress them. So what? for what reason? That they might not multiply. What did J. Edgar Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover say? Same thing. What did all of the racist white supremacist presidents in the past say? Same thing. Let's deal with them. Let's, and it's always been a preoccupation with our genitals. I'm not trying to get, I'm going to keep it G-rated here. But there's always been a preoccupation with the slave's genitals because like Frances Crest Wilson said at the beginning of the show, we was paying homage to her, she have her whole life long have preached that whites, some whites, not the ones that never live next door to you that you go work with and you get along with, I'm talking about those in power, have feared white genetic survival. That's what this is all about. Y'all may not think so. I know you don't want to talk about it, but when you start seeing those numbers diminish, 
like Don is saying he's worried about, when you start seeing the numbers diminish, and it ain't going to just be police. Remember, wherever there's white people that ascribe to white supremacy, they have power. Now, God has more power. I'm again, I'm going to say it again, God has more power. I, I, I just got to say it, family. I got to be patient with me. God has more power. I don't want us to just end this show and we scaring everybody. God has more power, and he will protect you if you listen and follow his guide. But I'm going to say this. Doctors, a lot of them voted for Trump, and they're working on you. And they are, they're concerned that their country, they're losing their country to all this ground breeding. And they may not make decisions to prolong your life like they should. Anybody in a position to prolong black life might not do it to the degree that they should. This is what we've been saying. we got a health crisis on our hands, always have. Who's dying disproportionately? It ain't just the police. It's in every arena of life. And this presidency, when 59 million people, William, go to the polls and put a man in office that you know is a racist? Come up the white yeah. church. I, I just can't get them off my mind. The white right wing TBN Daystar. Y'all don't want to know how I really feel about those people right about now. Just because he's against abortion and gay rights, that's all you got to say to a lot of these white Christians and these black folks that listen to these pastors blindly. Talking about Jake's and every single one of them that is just so brainwashed by those two things. Oh, he is he against abortion? Is he against gay rights? Well, he's our man. <laughs> they tried that with Obama, but it didn't work. But anyway, so Don has some concerns, and I want to bring his concern. Don, I want you to ask the question again you asked right. earlier to me, to William, and we'll just take it from there. Go ahead. Well, I think that the question I had to ask was, how are we as a family going to deal with the um, changes in our our uh environment or our society with this new administration when it's obvious that we have a war that's existing. It's getting worse and worse. You know, we can't we can't do it through violence. That's not gonna work. And we got so many people who are not really into God like they need to be. Yeah, it's time for us to start praying more and become more biblically based, but we also got to be uh, self-empowered by self-education as well as creating opportunities for ourselves. Well, how can we how can we deal with this in a non-violent manner when we know that just based on your conversation, uh, William and yourself's conversation, we can see uh-huh. that eventually we can we can see that the rights of our of an archer are going to be compromised because uh, there's so much authority given to the law enforcement agencies. They don't really have our interest best to hand. Yeah. How can we do it? How can we do it? Well, well, it seems to me that, you know, we, I guess the way you have to uh, do this is just uh, not look at it as such a complicated kind of thing. Uh, you know, it, it, it it's so huge until you got to just take a small part and see what you can do with that. I think all of us can start to appreciate education more. Uh, ensure that black boys and girls are educated as well as they can possibly be so they can think 
think on their feet and think for themselves. But another important part of this whole mix is to be involved in your local government. You know, you got a city, you got a county, and you got these school boards. They're all spending big, big money that we, the taxpayers, provide them. Start to get in there and listen to them and provide input and, and, and influence situation that way, first and foremost. The president, you know, that's, that's fine. He's in Washington, D.C., but these people locally, that's a good place to start for all of us. Start to involve yourself. Actually attending meetings, you know, and I, when I go to meetings, I sometimes find I'm the only black person there. And, and see, that, that has to cease. More and more of us must be involved and speak and influence what's going on. Run for positions, you know, run for school board, run for this, run for that. Or support somebody who is doing it. Become more interested and understand the importance and the influence that these places have on your life. Because they really, really do. And when you get a chance to serve on a jury, by all means, do so. There's a lot about our thinking that has to change if we want to get out of this box. We've got to quit this nonsense. Oh, I've got a uh, jury summons, and I'm going to see if I can get out of it. That, that's kind of silly for people, you know, who's been uh, done a job, who, who they're doing a job on the way they're doing us. We better get up there and serve to the best of our ability and ensure that justice is done. I mean, that, 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 that's what we can do. Keep our eyes and ears wide open. Stay well informed. You know, not just TV. Read the newspaper. Read various sources of information. Let's be an informed people. When you get with your buddies and have coffee, I've got a group of guys that I help put together. We call the fellows a think tank in motion. We meet every Friday morning, kick it around, you know, and do that kind of thing. We, we need to start getting, getting together, talking about the issues and boning up on and becoming uh, knowledgeable about the world in which we live and just be active. Don't just vote every four years. That's not enough. Vote to every chance you get. In two years, we'll be voting for Congress again. Be first in line. Let's vote. 90% of us, 95% of us, get in line and vote. We can impact this situation. But in the meantime, you're right. You know, we, we praying, is, praying is certainly fine. That That's a step that we've always Use, but we got to really be involved and active and not be afraid and don't feel like we're not part of our community and part of the mix because we are. You know, let's start to think like we are part of, and I like it, you know. Then I'll start seeing more than just myself at these meetings, doing these things, and trying to become knowledgeable about the world that we live in because uh, we may have some uh, dark days ahead here, so we got to hunker down. And uh, do what we can, but let's hang together, though, brothers and sisters and family. Let's hang together. And I think we can make it through it. William? William? Yes, huh? I want to say that what you just said was brilliant. And the only thing I hate about what you just said is you probably went a little too fast, but you wasn't really talking fast. But you said something so keen, I almost want you to repeat all that, but I'm not going to ask you to do that. But I do want to say, what's the name of that brotherhood you have again? Well, it's a little group I call the Fellas, colon, a think tank in motion. Okay, now let me say this. Uh, Darling, you still there, right? Any, any Well, we ain't heard from Darling in a while. So, Darling, I don't want to over-talk to you anything. You got anything else to say to William? Before I say this, I got a comment on something he just said. But I want to get you in here. <laughs> I did have something to ask. Um, okay. And it's 
It's about the lecturer. Lecturer college. Yeah, I I just read, and it's has that ever ever worked? Has it worked? You know, yes. Yeah, we. Oh, it has. We have like. I mean, I, I, I don't understand. To me, has it worked? I, I guess I don't quite. Okay, there's a petition going around, and it's 4.3 million people that have signed it. Uh huh. And the answer that I got is that uh, somebody wanted to know um, if it was possible, and the answer is yes. It may be. You know, it's oh, possible I, I, through I, the Constitution. Uh, uh, okay, but, I think I know. I think I know where you're going. See, the Electoral College is going to meet on December 19th, the electors. Right, right. You know, from each state. And based upon the vote in each state, uh, normally the electors vote accordingly. For example, Texas, Trump won. So the electors from Texas uh, should vote uh, accordingly, vote for Trump. However, the electors, as I understand it, are really free to vote their conscience. There's no law against them doing otherwise if they choose. Now, they haven't chosen to do so in the past, but, of course, we haven't been facing what we're facing in the past either, not the recent past. So, yes, that's the deal. December 19th, December 20th, we'll actually know whether he is, in fact, officially elected. But for all practical purposes, uh, we'd have to say is, but technically the electors can upset the situation and vote in a way that uh, Clinton could come out the winner. I think it needs 23 or 24 electors to change from Trump to Clinton in order for her to win. But uh, that that's kind of the deal with that. It's highly unlikely, but it's possible. Let me put it that way. Right. Well, okay. Okay. So do well, we uh, get to go down and vote again? or? Well, they, they vote in according to the way that the popular vote went in their particular state. Oh, you know, okay. that, that's what it is. It, it, it's really, it's really a, uh, it's something that's really it has, has outlived its usefulness, I believe, and it's being questioned. I've signed a petition to do away with it. I've always thought... Uh, at least recently, that Electoral College serves no useful purpose. We don't need it. Just go with the popular vote. I mean, you win some and lose some. Just go with what the people, uh, you know, come with. But the Electoral College put in, really, my understanding is it was put in way, way back to allow the slave states uh, to uh, to have more power than they would have had, had otherwise. Uh, you know, the slaves considered uh, what... Uh, three-fifths of a man or something like that. But it was jigging around, and slavery was part of the mix uh, when they came up with this electoral college technique. But I think it's time to get a, get rid of it and do away with it, and uh, let's just go with the vote from the people. But here we are. This is America. This is an experiment, you know. America, this mm-hmm. is an experiment in self-governance. America is the first of its kind uh, in the world, and we've, we've hobbled along since 1776. But the uh, time frame of a democracy is normally, I think I read, about 300 years or so. And uh, we're, 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 we're coming, up, uh, coming up on that. And you see things are happening where we may unravel even before then. I don't know. But uh, democracies don't have a life forever. They, they tend to last a period of time. And then things happen 
to uh, to unravel it. Uh, William, I, I want to kind of yeah. uh, piggyback on something you were saying a minute ago, and uh, folks, I really try not to have a too spiritual, which is probably bad. Some of you Christians probably want to throw up when I say this, but I really try not to have these shows too spiritual because I don't want to run off a lot of people that just not don't know. You know, we got to remember everybody in the family is not churchy. So I try to, you know, as you can hear in the background, try to play all types of music and everything. <laughs> having said that, having, having said that, I, having said that, <laughs> you think that's funny, how will you? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you feel that's funny? Well, well, I just, I just picked up on that churchy part, you know. I mean, you're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely yeah, right. A lot, of people, I mean, a lot of people. Yeah, I understand. Well, quite frankly, uh, you know, uh, uh, all of us have a part of ourselves, I suspect, that are somewhat, you know, somewhat pragmatic about the world in which we live. Uh, really, and uh, I'm one of those who I don't go around quoting scriptures and what have you either. I look at the situation based on what it is and take mm-hmm. steps that I think are prudent steps to deal with it. That's why, uh, you know, I identify with the uh, progressive side of the Democratic Party, but I'm a brother who dare to uh, go and uh, take the classroom uh, uh, hours and uh, take the test and, and, and get my uh, CHL, for example. Uh, I'm, I'm one of those, so I'm a, I'm a mixture, really, and I I really wonder about people who claim that they don't want to do that and they don't believe it, they fear this and that and the other. Well, uh, I don't know about you, but for me, uh, that's what I've chosen not to do, and uh, that's just uh, you know it's a choice that adults make. Well, I said that William, I was going down this road that. You were saying something so beautiful, man. I don't even know if you're aware. Folks, remember, y'all can always rewind this and hear exactly what I'm talking about. But Williams just was kind of going and pretty fast earlier. And he said that we need to read more and get involved more. I can't. William, there is no way you're going to see that happen among our people unless uh-huh. one thing happens. Unless one okay. thing happened. According to the this repetition, you know how they say everything repeats itself, nothing new under the sun. Old people, okay. how do they not look at the news? How do old people, really old people, not look at the news but yet know what's going on and can tell you what's going to happen? They're watching this repetition. It's, it's a universal law, and it's, it, okay. it's very true. Now, mm. I still have to say... The only way I can see black America doing the things like you said, getting involved with a brotherhood or a sisterhood, uh, y'all, you know, having coffee and donuts, but just talking about the issues and what can we do. That's what this whole network is all about, this family blog. We're trying to unite and get to know each other. That's one of our goals. Uh, We Mm -hmm. want to encourage each other. That's one of our goals. But then we want to network. Folks, listen, if there ever was an emergency time to network and do the things William just talked about it's now but I don't think people going to listen this is what I was telling Don earlier I don't think we're going to do it William okay. I don't think we're going to do it I don't think this family is going to do it I'm just being honest until right. one thing happened this is what the old folks talk about it's only one right. thing that's going to bring African Americans to their knees and okay. it's oppression 
It's oppression. When they start seeing the oppressor do the kind of things that you mentioned earlier, then yeah. they all start speaking to each other. Then they may want to join some sisters and brothers. You know, we got to stick together. Back in the days of Fannie Lou Hamer and all of them, Ella yeah, Baker, yeah. and all these women back in the 60s and 50s, they yeah. saw a need to come together over coffee and talk about how they can help these young boys not get killed, their young girls not be exploited. Right now, our yeah. people, they're in the bed with the white man, so to speak. I mean, yes, we should be loving all white people. I can hear some people right, right now right. saying, oh, no, you. Yeah. What I mean in yeah. the bed, I mean we're too close. We're too yeah. trusting is all that statement meant. We're yeah. too trusting of white people right now. That's how we wind up shocked. We shouldn't have been shocked. Look at all those black folks that voted for Trump. What was wrong with them people? Didn't they I see don't know. the black woman being pushed around at his rallies? And he's saying, remember how we used to do it? Didn't they see all those racist remarks this man has made over a year? What black people in their right mind will put that man in office? Let me say this, and then I want to go to Darlene or Don, because um, I okay. want to. I can get caught up really quick on this topic. The thing I wanted to say is this: there are black people that went down to the polls and voted for that man. You know why? When they heard racism. They didn't hear racism. They didn't hear what you heard, William. They didn't hear what I heard. Because there's mm. no way in their right mind, even though you're not a foreigner, if somebody makes the kind of comments that man made about foreigners and you're a black yeah. person, how? Huh? And they tell my Hillary, they say, listen, we don't live the family. Those of you that voted for uh, the Republicans in the family or those of you just diehard uh, Trumpers, this is what I want to say to you. We lived out the Clintons. We still have a nation. We pride in the Clintons. Yeah. So, okay, Hillary's president. Okay, she deleted 33,000 emails. She cooked it. We know that. We know Bill, yes, he did get a sexual or whatever, or whatever. We know that. Yeah. yeah. But when you put a man in office that sent a subliminal message to thousands of white supremacists, it's okay. Go get them. Mm. That's treason towards your people. Yeah, so man. I say that, and I say it boldly, that is treason against your people, folks. Some of you didn't know, I understand. This is why I think Darlene was on to some. I don't even know if she know what she said. But I really do think God is in this. Because I'm telling you, what's about to come down the pipe? It's mm. going to drive us to our knees. And it's going to take us probably about two years before we really see his colors. Right now, he kind of backed off saying, I'm going to leave Obamacare. Oh, I'm gonna do. He's kind of backing up because he's around a lot of people that are saying, hey, man, if you want me in your cab, you have to tone that down. Because these are snakes. They know how to talk. And, you know, as the Bible says, your enemy's words was as butter. But they have swords, Drew. That's how Capitol Hill operates. Trump go off in there saying how he feel, and these people tell him, listen, if I'm going to be in your character, you have to tone that down. Go back to the American people. Like the protesters, it was, it's been thousands. Amer uh, New York alone had 100,000 protesters. I mean, that's got to be the record. And, yeah. <laughs> and he says, he goes on Twitter and says, this is not fair. In two hours, that man recanted. So there are people pulling his coattails. So don't Folks, don't be shocked by the Ajax and the bleach that they're putting on him right now. That is a racist in office. Family, 
You put a racist in office, those of you that voted. That's what you did. And that you're going to have to give account for. Hillary is also a devil. I'm sorry she is. I, I voted for her, but she is. And her father, her husband is. Took They took our people back years with that three strikes you out. Million black men yeah. locked up because of the Clintons. But those oh, yeah. millions of black men, that's locked, actually one million, those, that one million black men locked up is going to look like a choir compared to what Trump can do unless he is impeached or unless something along those lines happens. I'm telling you all what I know. Just remember your cousin said it. I'm telling you what is about to happen to our people. I'm hoping to get impeached. I'm hoping it's an extra college. Did they re- something happens because this man is aligning his cabinet with folks like-minded. So that's why I think him backing up yeah. on some of his promises is don't get fooled by that. This is a racist. He wants his country white. The white supremacists endorsed him, and there's a reason why. Don, I'd like to know your comments on that. We've been talking a bit here. <laughs> well, you made some pretty direct quotes, my brother. And when you're when you're facing the ugly face of racism, you got to kind of act that face with uh, wisdom and with tact. I mean, you can't just eliminate it. You can't eradicate it. You got to outthink it. That's how I see it. Now, other people may have other opinions, but I see racism. I call it a I don't do it in a uh, hostile manner because two hostilities don't create nothing but a big battle over the war is already be going on. So you're going to have to deal with it with uh, a degree of uh, intelligence so that you can work around uh, confrontations. And some people say, well, you're going to have a confrontation only when it's necessary. You know, I heard someone say, we're going to take them by any means necessary. Well, we already in a racial divide, but our black people cannot allow themselves to become uh, weak to the point where they want to get into physical battles that are not necessary and give power to the authorities to create uh, unnecessary arrests and then you got people fighting. Change is going to come, but we can't do it through violence. That's the only thing I'm saying. We're going to have to try to figure out a way to work within this system and make it work for us. Well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, on. before you finish, before you finish, and uh, uh, William, you going to be able to hang out with us a little bit? How much more time you got? I know you're a busy, busy man. How much more time you got? Well, well, no, I I have some time. It's almost almost 10, but I'll just keep you Hang out with us a little bit. Okay, I appreciate that. All right, all right. But Don, uh, let me tell you something about violence. And I hope I don't upset the family tonight. I hope and pray that no one ever has to use violence the next four years, the next hundred years, the next thousand years. Okay? But guess what? I'm a minority. Every nation on this planet uses violence. We got boys right now in our family and girls in our family that's using violence. In a approved, official, orthodox, sanctioned by the church and state way. They're in the military. And they use violence. They carry a big old long thing called a gun. And when it fires, it, it tears through flesh. 
Those are our boys and girls. And when they come out, we give them medals and they get benefits. But they use violence. All right. Whenever one of us that's not in the military decides to do the same thing, no matter how just the cause, we looked at like we're a criminal. But that's only African Americans. It's only us as a people. This is another reason I believe we're Israel. Because they was not a people of war. That's why they died in the wilderness. They were not a people of war. We're not a people of war. We're a very loving people. Like Farrakhan say, if you could just get past us busting each other in the head and snatching purses, these little petty crimes, if you can get past that, if you can get past that in your mind, we really is a nonviolent people. Most blacks, I know, don't know weapons. And a few little knucklehead young guys that do all that, they ain't registered. I mean, I'm serious. We, most whites, I know, I don't know no whites that don't, own, don't own, that have that that don't have a weapon. Everybody has weapons with us. Whenever I or I, I mentioned something about violence on this line, and I got all kind of little feedback from people that didn't like that. But let me say something about web, about violence and the defending defending yourself, <sighs> folks. If you don't think like Israel thought about their enemies, now you have a lawful right. It's a constitutional right to bear arms and defend yourself. So let's not get too funny with the violence. If somebody is being violent to you, like Malcolm said, we are not violent people. We only violent to you if you violent to us. Let's never let that go. Let's never let that go. We are nonviolent people. Be that way. The God's appreciate God appreciate that. Israel was a nonviolent people. God say, ask the, the such and such a, can you go to their land? And the, the leaders of Israel will go to the people and say, Listen, we need to go to your land. We are big people, we won't touch your water, we won't touch your cattle, we won't touch your wives. But we gotta go to your land because it's it's a lot of us. And God said if they allow you to go, don't go to war with them. But if they say, no, you can't go through our, our land, tell them again. We are mighty people. We have, we, we, we have to go through your land, but we won't touch your cattle, your water, your women. If they say no again, go to war with them. Now take their women, take their cattle, and take their water. Bob, wow, they're knuckleheads. They're pressing you. That's your God, Christians. That's your Bible. Now, if these people get to where we and be, darling, to where they get crazy with us, crazy with us, like, it really gets bad. You don't show Skippy, you better be, you better learn how to defend yourself, but let's pray. My my goal, in, in, in the, as, as the host of this show, what I'm promoting is prayer. I'm promoting spirituality. I'm promoting praying to where you don't have to get in those situations. But if your prayer network breaks down and you find yourself face-to-face with a racist and it's going to be your life or his, Don, violence is a beautiful thing at that moment. I didn't think it could be beautiful, but it would be much rather you make it home than we having your funeral somewhere. That's all I'm going to say about that. But again... Brother Seth, Cousin Seth, I submit to the family that we need to pray. Second Chronicles 7.14, call on God, ask him to direct our path, order our steps like the song I just played. That's where we're going tonight. Darling, anywhere, so then we're going to take a little break and we're going to come back and I'm going to have some more questions for William, if you don't mind. Darling, you got anything to right. say? You've been, I wonder if we don't want to over-talk the lady. 
<laughs> no, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah I feel but, good, too, uh, we we're talking a lot about this election, Uncle William. Do you remember the election? It was Nixon, Humphrey, and Wallace. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure did. Surprised that you well, did. <laughs> well, you? No, we had we had this big ordeal. I was taking yeah. civics in junior high, well, whatever. I was still in school. Yeah. And. Um, it was like split, uh, you know. Of course, the blacks was voting for Humphrey, and mm-hmm. and the whites was voting for Wallace. So we get to school the next day, and Nixon is the president. Yeah. Wow. It it was a big deal back then. It was like yeah. it was tension. Also, now. I'm wearing black to work because I feel like I'm in mourning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and no, nobody had no whites. Nobody has said anything about the election. I'm sure they're talking about it, but I have. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Very interesting, darling. You bring that up. That's very, it. very interesting. Well, listen, y'all. Let's take a little break, a little breather, and we'll be right back, folks. Okay, everybody, just stay put. We'll be right back.
more compassion and I would understand what I'm going through while I'm going through. I'd be more patient. God, help me to see things the way you the way you see things. Did I already say, help me to be patient? Say that again. Give us your eyes. That's Michelle Williams of Destiny Child. If we had your eyes, if we had your eyes. Well, folks, we're swinging here on the Douglas County Family Friends Network. And uh, I know that I'm going to ruffle some feathers. Um, wow. Anyway, um, darling, your line is open. William, your line is open as well as William. If I can get my computer to work fast here. Everybody's line is open. And uh, I just want to say this about a comment I made. I know I really dogged out Hillary earlier. But, folks, do the research. Bill Clinton created a law that says three strikes you out. Bill Clinton also did some called welfare, welfare, welfare reform. A lot of black people that, that not me, don't believe me, because I'm not in politics. William might be a more capable person of articulating this, but when they really talk about Billy and Hill is married, they're the same blood, they're the same mindset. These people took us through hell. We didn't realize the later we were so in love with them, blowing the trump and all this, you know. We we didn't realize it till later. Bush did his thing with the wealthy, caused a whole lot of folks to be rich, and he also oppressed him and his daddy. Millions of Iraqis, a million killed. Bush did some damage, but as far as the African-American... Our civil leaders that we trust are saying that the Clintons did us in. So I wasn't happy for Hillary. Okay? Bernie Casey, anybody else would probably been better. However, when it comes down to Hillary versus Trump, it's one thing, even if they, let's just say, they really did do that. The evil that, that, that our civil rights leaders are saying. What Trump can do with this secret message, this subliminal message, actually, this, this, he's just out and just saying who he don't like. He's sending a message to all of the white supremacists, this open season on blacks. I got your back. You heard him say, if you go to jail, I'll get you out. Even though he was just talking there, that man was not playing. So I know some people, I'm sure I'm going to upset some people with what I said about Hillary. But I voted for her. Remember that. I cast my vote for Hillary Clinton. We survived the Clinton's evils. But Hillary Clinton, you just, you got, don't trust me. I don't know nothing as far, I mean, I know my little research, but I'm talking about folks that know her. They was not. That's why she had so much trouble getting in. Dirt. That was so easy to find on her. Not just the emails. So I just wanted to get that out. I just had to get that out. Again, Don, your line is open. Darlene, your line is open. William B., your line is open. I want to go to William B., and I want to ask a 
question. Do you, are you familiar, and I don't want to talk too much on Hillary, but what I just shared, is that true? Isn't our leader saying that she was not as, you know, I mean, come on, do you disagree with me? Or, and it's okay, family, if we disagree. we got. Let me just say one more thing. We have got to learn how to disagree and still build, still work together, just like all whites do. They be about to kill each other with some issues, but they put it aside, and they go and they go to work on us. So all I'm saying is, let's disagree. I, I hope y'all disagree with me on some things. So, Don, darling, what do y'all have to say? Uh, William, I'll let you go first. Well, all right. Well, no, I, I hear what, what you're saying, but I'd like to just piggyback on that point about you know, when we disagree, let's not get angry at one another and stay angry forever. You know, for some reason, uh, that 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 happens. You know, in families and and otherwise, black people get mad at you and those other they just never n- never hardly get over it. So that that you, you're absolutely right. I don't know why that is, but uh, anyway, that's something that we really got to get a handle on. No, you're right in terms of the Clintons. You know, he he blew a trumpet like you're saying and identified with uh, some of the things that we like being a southerner. He's from Arkansas, I believe, and, you know, he, he understands the, the thing about the South and all that. And many of us uh, originated, well, our people really came out of the South initially and also we all had that in common. But, no, he did, in fact, uh, do a job on us, and, 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 and it's just unfortunate. But in this case, it's a question of the lesser of two evils, it seems like. So it just so happened that Hillary was, in fact, you know, the lesser of uh, of the two evils, really, and uh, and and that's why I mean, I was went that went that way. But uh, you know, the back to this Persian thing, though, that that they pur- how they purge a lot of people from the voting rolls. Now that's something that's that, crazy. That is so crazy. Yeah, and that that can really really hurt. That's why we gotta have our keep our eye on the ball and. And really understand how this how this thing works. I mean, work our ways into you know the, the, the this thing about the voting and the, and and who makes the decisions. We got to be at the table to help make some of these decisions. The thing hasn't been closed on us quite yet. It's just that our lack of interest has has kept us out. But we've got to somehow work our way and understand that it's important enough for us to be at the table. And not one token either. You know, this thing about one person. One black person all the time. That has gotten a little old anyway. You know, we just got to have, uh, you know, we, we just got to go ahead and do what we need to do uh, in terms of representing ourselves in a way that we can look out for our interests because it seems like sometimes uh, uh, these other folk aren't as interested in our interests as we should be. So we've got to do that and don't apologize for it. There's nothing wrong with. With, with being black oriented and being, yeah, there's not, nothing wrong with that. You don't have to be apologetic because you love other black people. You know, you want to sit by other black people or talk and laugh with black people. You you don't you have to, you know, feel feel anything about that. That that just that just should be a natural kind of thing. But uh, I don't know. We don't know what tomorrow or next week, particularly after the twentieth of January, is going to bring. But it's going to be interesting, and we'll just have to. Be prepared to ride the, you know, the righteous wild horse uh, for as for as we can, and uh, you know, hold on, and uh, let's just uh, 
uh, working together and try to lighten the load of one another as we go. You know, if you can do that, let's do that. I saw a guy on the street today here in San Antonio. He didn't ask for anything, but I just felt like just gave him a dollar bill. Black guy, you know, and told him to go get himself a cup of coffee and something. And, you know, I just did that. I just think it's time for us to just do that. Be nice. Be decent. Uh, hold on, hold on. That's, that's knock. Somebody's like turning. There's a noise in the background. Please, uh, whoever that is, kind of tone it down. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's all uh, I, I, want, I wanted. To, I wanted to just uh, uh, get a darling in here. Darling, how do you feel about that? Uh, what William said, or what I said, or anything? You got to share anything. Okay, I was looking at this text that I got from a coworker, and it's a black guy, and. Um, he said, uh, um, he sent me a text and it said, well, I sent him a text first and I said, I guess you're happy. He's a Republican. Okay. Okay. So he came back with, I sure am. And he said, have a Trump day. Really? I would, <laughs> I would have voted for Hillary but she is an evil woman, and it's all about her, not our country. Really? Yes. And you know, that, that kind of pissed me off. God. <clears throat> so I, I text him back, and I'm not going to say everything I said, but I'm like, you're nuts. Maybe he will be impeached soon. Anyway, no hmm. sense talking to you. I need to get ready for these people on my job. So that was it. Well, I did. Yeah, I was kind of offended with that, to say the least. And and this is an intelligent guy, you know, for the most part. Yes, yes, he is retired military. Oh. Um, I, I wondered if something happened to him in the military that you know. <laughs> <laughs> When the plane went into the building here in Austin, into Internal Revenue Building. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I recall. Oh, okay, he was in the building, and if you, he had to jump out on the second floor. Oh. And he's <laughs> maybe that hurt him. More. <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did he fight? Did he jump out on his head? <laughs> really. <laughs> Well, I be doggone. I don't know. My people, my people. I, I just don't get it. I just don't. Well, understand. and I, and I want to. If this is something he said. You said he said to you, uh, would have voted for Hillary, but she is evil woman, and it's all about her country. Excuse me, it's all about herself and not our country. Let's just say he's right for yeah. a minute. Let's all just right. say he's right. Even if he, she is right. That's not the same as putting somebody in office that is going to dispatch. And I know some of y'all thinking I'm going over the edge, but folks, are y'all looking at the same television and hearing the same words that I'm hearing? This man has made a lot of comments against our people, Mexican immigrants. He wanted to do business with Russia. He wanted to get Russia involved with ISIS. Do you know what ISIS is really all about? I'm going to say this again. Hold on. I got to listen. Listen, folks. Do y'all know what ISIS is really about? 
why there is an ISIS. I don't like what they do either. Do you know what Osama bin Laden is all about? Why is there an Osama bin Laden when there was one? Why the, uh, 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 the, the Muslims are hating us? Do you know why they don't like Israel? They don't just not like Israel because they say they're God's people. They don't like us because of sin, things we do to cripple their country. They call it the sanctuary. Every Muslim nation is called a sanctuary, according to the, the, the teachings of uh, uh, you know the Muslims. And when you, as a, a, a person that's not a Muslim, occupy like we occupy all of the Muslim countries. We're in Iraq. We're all over the place. That's an insult to their belief system, and we should be in their country. So they wage war against us. Israel went into a land and said, we're God's people, and they took the land for the Palestinians. So all Egypt, Syria, all of them said, wait a minute, that's not right. They're, 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 they, they said the Gaza Strip people go through more pain than what we went through in the 60s. So all them Arab nations said, this is not right. But just because they worship Allah, which is really our same God as we worship, because they talk about Abraham, Isaac, they just don't acknowledge Christ like we do, Christians I'm talking about. So there is a hatred for those people that call themselves Jews. And they do things like put on, put on, okay, again, I hear some noise in the background. Gosh, okay, I don't on. know what that is. Hold on, we'll find out. I'll just start meeting lines here. But okay. there is, the hatred is for a reason, folks. It's for a reason. I don't think they should be putting on this and blowing up, folks. But did you know that Saddam Hussein paid each family that suffered from suicide bombers like $20,000? He felt like you don't have nothing. The, the Israelis got tanks, bombs, and this is all related. Trust me, it's all related. And he said it's a shame that the United States is funding Israel, uh, equipping Israel to go and harass this mile-long strip. That's all the Gaza Strip is. It's only like a mile long, and those people don't have no rights, no nothing. So the Muslim nations say, we're going to fight for you. This is the birth of a lot of so-called um, terrorist groups. So it ain't like these people are crazy, just want to be violent. So when you say you're against ISIS, and you should be because they have done a lot of horrible things instead of being more, you know, as a way to get stuff done. So anyway, um, I think this is, hold on, hold on, I think I know what this is. Hold on, folks. Because there's this noise, and I, I know y'all heard that, tra- like a train. But anyway, I think I yeah. fixed it. It must have been a song that was on or something yeah. was going on. But listen, family. All I'm saying, when you start dealing with Russia, uh, uh, supposedly a known enemy of ours, and you start speaking hatred against blacks, hatred against Muslims, hatred against foreigners, what are you really saying? Do y'all smell the white supremacy in that? Don, we haven't heard from you in a while. Go ahead. What are you feeling? What are you sharing? And uh, I want to get on some solutions because we can beat Trump to death. This man has made so many crazy, uh, just foul decisions. But, uh, Don, what are you feeling? You've been a little quiet for a while, cousin. Uh, the only solution that I can see is for each individual, black, specific, each black American, uh, a 
American that is anti-Trump to deal with the politics, to the power of self-improvement, stay within the parameters of the law, and stay prayed up. But you have a bad majority of people, especially our people, who are straight away from our foundation. They have strong roots in God. We don't have to fight the political forces by being more politically aware. And like William said earlier, we got to learn how to vote before the presidential election. We got to start on the local level. We got to learn how to be involved in our city decisions. And when people in their in their local cities start standing up for the things which directly affect them, then they'll become more of a boy nationwide. You know, I, I was looking at some historical stuff today, and it said Reagan when he was running, he said, "Let's make America great again." But that was just what post civil rights movement make America great again. America has always been great. It's just that you have a faction of true hate that don't want any type of uh, minority, especially black people, brown people, to rise in positions of power and authority. And that can never be allowed to happen. We got to take a stand. And yes, we may have to take up our weapons and fight, but only when it's a life threatening situation. Not just going out there creating a reason to give police and the physical institutions the power to take our young people out. But yes, we got to stand for our rights. And I think that's a God given right. But again, we got to go back to our prayer base and seek the face of God and not find true solutions to these problems that will come upon us. But we're going to survive. Black people have always survived. We know how. It's just something about it. We know how to survive. Well, and, and you know, I want to piggyback off something you just said, Dom, when you say we survive, we survive. We, there are those of us that do survive, but they're keeping it real. There are those that didn't survive. A lot of people died in their 50s and 60s unjustly. Lots of them hung up, killed in the backwoods. Some would never know. But there were those that didn't. There were those that survived. And I, 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 I again, and I'm not saying everybody that's killed or murdered didn't hear from God or didn't follow the Spirit. God, a lot of times, I know, I know this is very controversial when I say this, but the Bible supports me. The Bible says he that lived godly shall suffer persecution. Sometimes it means your death. The disciples of Christ, a lot of them was hung. And I mean, you got to face, think about this family, I mean, serious. Sometimes, and, and of course, when that happens, God uses that death to promote his cause. in the line of following God's will. Uh, they're called martyrs. The Bible is full of them. John the Baptist, all kind of them. I know people don't want to think about that, but we live in a real world, and on this show, I want, to, I want my family to know the real deal. Okay? I cannot express how much wisdom William shared in having a brotherhood and being aware of the issues and getting involved, and like he was saying, speaking. Again, he's older, 
And sometimes that's what bring wisdom, old age bring about wisdom. I'm not saying he's old, old, but I'm just saying he's older than we are. But it's very true what he's saying. We got to get back to speaking to one another. And I just don't see it happening, Don, Darlene, unless we get a Pharaoh like they had with the children of Israel, our four parents, my belief, to say, let's deal with them. Like Dr. Francis Chris Wilson said, I'm going to keep naming that name all night. She heard in her book, The Isis Papers, The Keys to the Colors, meaning the color, the races, the keys to the races. She said, whites are worried about being annihilated. I think the year is 2021 or something. It's, it's not far. They're going to be a minority. We're not talking about it. We're talking about they are going to be erased at this rate. We're going after so long. They're already going to be a minority soon, but, I mean, they're going to be exterminated. We'll just, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. i got to say this. Do we want to deal with reality, fam, that we just want to just have a little talk show and play music? Think about this. If love and forgetting all this racism stuff and loving one another, loving one another, seeing each other like Martin Luther King Jr. say, based upon character, not color. If that erase your nation, erase your people, because the black, black is the dominant gene. If black mixed with white, whites are right. The white supremacist is right. The people ain't stupid. That will annihilate them. And Dr. Cranford Wilson has been saying it for many years. The only way you can stop white from mixing with blacks is you got to lie on the blacks and say they're animals and say they're this and say they're that. And then their people are going to be full of fear and not mix with us. So you need corruption. You need lies. You need deception to survive as a people. I'm going to say this again. We'll go to a break. We'll hear from Tasha. She's going to take us to a whole different topic. But we can kind of catch up, but we're going to come back and finish out the show. But really quick, think about this while we're listening to Tasha. If loving your neighbor, doing everything Christ said, which is love people, no such thing as a white and black person. That's all a myth. We're only one nation full of different degrees. We're only one human species with different degrees of melanin. I can't be a racist because I don't even acknowledge whites and blacks, really, that concept. We just want people from that garden, and they was making the dust, the brown dirt of the earth. God say, dust thou art, dust you're going to return. Everybody return back to that brown dirt. If loving your neighbor, loving your human neighbor, forgetting about color and working together, erase your people, should you be fighting to preserve it, Donald Trump, white supremacist? Let me say it another way, what I told a white guy in first class. I'm not just in first class. I didn't mean to say that. I was on a plane, okay? I was talking to a businessman, and we was talking about racism. And I said, wouldn't you like to see racism be racist? And he said, oh, my God, yes, sure, Seth. And I said, where would you like to see white people live forever? Then he looked at me cockeyed, like, okay, why did you bring up white people? I said, let me just, just, just answer my question, sir. Would you like to see white people live forever? He said, yes. The first question was, would you like to see racism in? And he said, yes. Second question was, do you like to see white people live forever? He said, yes. He said, wouldn't you like to see black people live forever? Because he was offended. I said, well, yeah. I said, but did you know you can't have both of those? You should have been on that plane to see what that man said. 
lot of whites is just more intelligent than him. They already figured it out. You can't have love, colorblind world, and white people living forever because white is recessive, a mutation from black. And this is what the hatred is all about. Dr. Francis Chris wasn't been saying it forever. But anyway, let's go to Tasha. We'll be back shortly, folks. Unfortunately, the truth is often stranger than fiction. Be right back. to be here with you once again and anxious to share with you recipes, remedies, and reduced prices. As always, my hope is that it will add a little flavor, healing, and some change in your pockets. My name is Tasha. We'll go ahead and dive right into the first R of our three-R segment, which is recipes. And um, I'm going to share with you an easy holiday treat. It's an eggnog gingerbread trifle. And so uh, as you, if you guys have made trifles before, you know that they're really pretty and um, so this one is a nice festive one. It'd be great for you know Thanksgiving and things like that, even Christmas, as a matter of fact. Um, so all you need, guys, is super easy. Um, if you can find gingerbread cake mix uh, to make this, that would be great. That would be the ideal thing. But if you cannot, you can substitute it with a spice cake mix. Now, in order for it to give it a more gingerbread flavor, you want to add two tablespoons of molasses and then a half a teaspoon of nutmeg, and it'll get it very close to the gingerbread cake mix uh, flavor. So. You're going to also use three cups of eggnog, a box of vanilla instant uh, pudding mix, you know, just the regular size box, the 5.1 ounce box, two cups of heavy whipping cream, and a teaspoon of vanilla extract, a fourth a cup of sugar, and just like you would do banana pudding, it's, this is basically a layering thing. So um, <clears throat> basically what you're going to do is you're going to bake the cake according to the package directions and then let it cool. You're going to whisk the eggnog and the pudding mix, and then you're going to refrigerate it. Uh, separately, you want to beat the whipping cream, vanilla, and sugar until it, you know, it uh, thickens with, you know, peak form. So it's going to get real thick and so you, until you get these peaks in it. And, and then in the bowl, you know, most, sometimes people use trifle bowls. If you just have a large clear bowl, so you can see how, you know, it'll, you know, you can see how it looks when it's layered and, and looks all pretty. Uh, you want to break apart the cake and place it at the bottom of the of, of the bowl. And then you want to follow it with a layer of pudding and then layer with the whipped uh, cream that you did. And you're just going to keep repeating those layers over and over and over and over again. Now, what you what I like to do is at the very top, just to make it pretty, you want to top it off and finish it with your with your whipped cream. And you're going to top it with ginger snap cookies or chocolate and chocolate chips, you know, or both. Uh, you want to refrigerate this for about six hours, and it serves 20 people. So it's a really inexpensive and really yummy treat for the holidays. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, and it, 
doesn't really require a whole lot of prep. It's fairly easy to do. Now, guys, I want to share with you the next R, which is uh, reduced prices. And, guys, there's lots of deals, especially right now with the Black Friday deals coming up. I just I advise you guys to start early. Uh, they already have these ads out, so you can take a look at what stores have what. Um, what I like to do is I like to go to as few stores as possible and price match at the stores that allow you to price match. And a lot of stores are doing this now. So Target price matches, um, Walmart price matches, which everybody knows that. But a lot of these stores will price match, even some of the online vendors, as long as you can call and, and direct them to where you know things are. So don't be afraid to ask. But over at Walmart, Walmart has uh, the Disney Frozen Ride-On Quad for only $39. This is a ride-on electric power power wheel type situation. It is a quad. Now, they also, they have, if you're not into Frozen, you know, I don't know what a little girl isn't, but they have other characters that are for $39 as well. So this is an excellent gift idea, and it's very inexpensive. It'll make someone's day. Uh, it, it accommodates, you know, uh, children ages 18 months and older. The maximum weight is suggested at 45 pounds. And so, um, uh, and the maximum speed is two bounce per hour. So you can get this for a little guy, um, but it's, I, I would say maybe a child, you know, four and under, this, this would work really, really well for, depending on how, how big this child is. Now, you can choose free in-store pickup if it's available near to you, or the shipping is $4.95. And if, you, if you're if you going to be purchasing other things in your order, it's, it's free if you spend over $50. So, again, it's $39. Uh, for the Disney uh, Frozen Rod on Quad Power Wheel. Secondly, over at Amazon, Amazon has the Fire HD 6-inch tablet for only $49.99. This particular tablet, because it's the HD, uh, is regularly $99. So right now it's half off. It's a really, really good deal. All you have to do is put in the promo code FIREHD6 in order to get it for $49.99. Right now, what it's showing, the price is showing at $69.99. So if you have this code, you can get it even cheaper, save an additional $20 off of this. Excellent tablet, um, and it's, you know, pretty, it's gotten really good reviews. I haven't, you know, this is something I actually plan on getting for the kiddos that I work with. And so um, I'm, I'm thinking this will be a good one. It's, and a lot of it has, uh, a lot of them have preloaded games and different things on them, so it's a really good, uh, you know, uh, Camera, uh, it has a camera and all this good stuff. So it's a good tablet, you know, a starter tablet for sure. Um, over at Target, if you guys are into the, you know, the matching PJs, they have family, uh, they have a family of four deal type situation. If, if you could, I mean, it could be a family of two, but pretty much what they have is you buy one, you get one half off of their pajamas, and they have pajamas for the entire family, from infant all the way up to grandma and grandpa all matching pajamas. So if everybody wants to be a gang of nutcrackers, they could be. Uh, if everybody wants to be a gang of uh, Santa Clauses, I think, you know, it's a lot of fun. They have so many different uh, uh, styles and different things and, and different sizes, which I think is awesome. And so if you go over to Target.com, not in the store, they have the buy one, get one half off sale on select uh, sleepwear, sweaters, and robes, and also the slippers that match these PJ sets as well. So uh, it, it, a lot of people have a lot of fun. We're actually thinking for our family getting matching sets and, you know, coordinating with another family. Well, not coordinating with them, but contrasting. And so we'll kind of do a family uh, PJ <laughs> matching type thing. I don't know how you would uh, uh, explain it to you guys. But anyway, 
lots of fun stuff over there. Lots of people have lots of good deals on pajamas right now for kids for the holidays, but I particularly like these because it includes the entire family. Over at ArtsCow, it's spelled A-R-T-S-C-O-W, you can get 10 personalized ornaments or coin purses and lots of other different things for only $20 shipped. It makes these things only $2 a piece, guys. So these make really, really good gifts. This would be a good gift to give, you know, as family. Maybe you do a family portrait and you do give ornaments to your to your relatives for Christmas. Uh, it's really, really good. Or, you know, if your kiddos, whatever the case may be. Uh, but it's a really good, inexpensive uh, way to, um, you know, celebrate the holidays and bring a little fun to it. Uh, all you need to do is go to artscow.com, and there's a promo code. It is uh, HIP Bundle Deal, so H-I-P Bundle Deal at checkout, and it'll drop the price down to $2 a piece. Now, these things are regularly $9.99 a piece, so this is a really, really good deal right in time for the holidays. And um, I'm not sure how long it takes to to receive this. I've, I've ordered something from them before. Um, and it did take a little bit, so I would suggest if you're going to to uh, order from this particular website that you go ahead and do it as soon as possible, okay? Um, and the third R is uh, remedies. Guys, I would just say, especially in the climate right now, I really didn't, the thing that's kind of been, you know, plaguing me is everybody's stressed out about this election and things like this. And the thing that I would suggest to people is just breathe and realize that, <laughs> There's something good that can come out of anything. And the thing that I have taken from this and some of the things and the rhetoric that people are spewing out and all the stuff that and very hateful things that have been kind of spread around is that it has motivated me to do even more. I, I think sometimes we waste a lot of time talking and trying to figure it out. But the truth is, is that sometimes you cannot change people. And the only thing you can do is move forward. And so then when you keep moving forward and they're still talking, then you can look back one day and realize, well, they're still where they were. So I would just say everybody to breathe and take it easy and get involved, you know, all the time, not just when elections pop up and then, you know, all of a sudden we want to mobilize, but get involved all the time, get involved in our own communities. And all of this separatism and all of these things that are div divisive, to me, all it does is keep people in their places. And so when we keep saying that we are different, as if like we are a different group of people or whatever the case may be, it separates us. It, it continues with that same mindset, and it takes away from the fact that we're all human beings. And so this, was, to me, is a great learning opportunity. I've been talking to my oldest daughter in, in school, and, you know, they're doing a lot of protesting there. They've been doing it for a while. And all of that's great. I think that it's good to speak up, but you have to be careful that you don't get caught up in that and that you lose focus on what's more important that's moving forward. And so we have had the pleasure of seeing, you know, two people that have been, as far as I'm concerned, a very, very good role models for my children and even for myself that lets me know that there's nothing that if we set our mind to it that we can't achieve. And so I say we keep moving forward, guys. And I think this show is one of those things that is actually pushing us forward. And so I think that it's really, really good. I think we're, we're all on the right track. We just take small steps each and every day, and I think we'll get there. Guys, it's been a pleasure sharing this information with you. Thank you again for allowing me to be a part of this program. Let us all continue to grow and inspire and connect with one another. Guys, remember, family is everything. And until next time, God bless, guys. Ow! 
back, just like you say. What do y'all think of Tasha? She just nailed it. See, same thing, some of the same things William B. was saying. She nailed it. That was really good. Good word, good word. Uh, well, Don Jr., your line is open. William B., your line is open. Darling, your line is open. I would like to have y'all last words. Anybody with comments quickly, quickly on the phone lines, press one. I'll come to you. We're trying to wrap up this show. I'm going to give everybody, get, be thinking about what you want to say, your last words. Hopefully, solution-based, because Trump is Trump. He's been who he is for the last year, a racist, a white supremacist, and uh, <laughs> just... That, come on, it's Trump. He, he, one thing I do like about him, one thing I do like about the man, you ain't got to guess what's on his mind. He wants to make this country great again. So, family, quickly, 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 if you want to comment, not a problem. Just press one on your phone line, I'll come to you. Otherwise, I'm going to go to, I think, William first. William, any last words? You heard uh, uh, Tasha say what you were saying. You know, networking, uh, getting busy. But you know, William, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm sorry, Tasha. I don't think it's going to happen. I think we're going to continue thinking, oh, it ain't that bad. Everybody's just tripping out until they see this belt. And the father, I believe, is going to use this man to chastise his people. Because I'm going to say this one more thing, and I'm going to go to William. I mean, go to... um. Yes, William, if Seth is right, and he ain't smoking on nothing, we Israelites, the Bible has to be fulfilled. And it says that Israel was going to wake up in the latter days. It was going to be a resurrection. That's the whole purpose of Ezekiel 37. Now y'all know why I opened up the first two shows talking about the dry bones. We are those bones. And the only way they're going to wake up is the Bible said there, will be, there was a beating on the bones. The wind began to beat the bones. And as Louis Farrakhan say, he's right, he's a Muslim, but he's right on this. The wind that beat on the bones in Ezekiel 37 was persecution. When, we, when, the, when persecution began to beat on the bones of the Israelites, the true Jews, they're going to wake up. And the Bible said they're going to become a mighty nation. It ain't going to happen in time soon. We sleep. We, we believe in the system. We vote for Trump like somebody crazy. So no, it ain't going to happen, Don Jr. That's why I say a lot of pain is going to come. The winds have to beat on the ball. Read Ezekiel 37, family, you'll see. But we'll go here. Last words in, in about another two, three minutes, please. Well, you know, I, I had really, uh, <laughs> I guess, called it a night on the situation, but you know, I, I, I haven't really been listening for the last few minutes because I went upstairs and and, and was doing something else. But are, are you talking about the same subject? Yes, yes. Tasha was just saying that we need to network, get together, do some things, come together. Then she even said, don't just vote every four years. Same thing you were saying. And ain't that, So I just wanted to know what you thought of that, or what is your last words to the family? Again, solution-based. We got about just a few minutes here because I want to let this show up, like, quickly. So, like, okay. in two or three minutes, what is your last Solution yeah. to the family. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, let, let, let me say that the family is very fortunate to have you as part of it and able to put on such a show and uh, have folks to uh, call in and share one with the other the way uh, that uh, that is done here because not all families are, are as fortunate. So I wanted to want to say that. But uh, well, I, I think uh, based on the past, though, uh, we have come a long ways and we have overcome uh every in and everything that have been thrown at us so i'm convinced that uh this uh will also 
provide uh, yet another challenge, yes, but uh, we will pull together and uh, and overcome uh, uh, as a people. There's no way in the world that anyone can rid, rid uh, this country of, what, what are we, 14% of the population or whatever, 14 or 15% of the population. Yes, it's, yes. It's just, it's just no way. So we don't have to worry about that. But, however, there will be some uh, pain experienced by uh, many, uh, I suspect, and usually the weak among us are the ones that uh, that end up suffering the most. You know, those who are are uh, the least uh, uh, prepared to operate and deal in this society. So, and that there's a lesson. Let's let's start to uh, prioritize uh, this thing about being well, well educated. Let's be proud of doing well in school, and uh, let's congratulate little Johnny and little Susie for doing good grades, and let's get rid of this silliness that somehow making A's and B's is somehow white. I heard that from someplace. That's the most ridiculous thing that we can possibly uh, allow to be uh, uh, perpetuated among us. We, we just got to turn that around, and let's just be proud and well-informed and, and black, yes, and uh, spiritual, yes, with our eyes and ears wide open, helping one another because with that attitude, I think we can make it through four years of Trump. And once we do so, let's prepare ourselves and be informed to know who to uh, vote for the next time around. But in the meantime, let's be involved uh, in our local election. We're going to vote in two years for Congress once again. Let's elect Congress people who can uh, 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 keep, uh, keep a short lease on this president. He has four years. Congress, we vote for them in two years. So let's vote for somebody who can at least uh, keep control of this guy if it appears that he's uh, okay. running away in a way that's not uh, not an advantage to us. So I appreciate you, Seth, and appreciate all who call in, Don, Darlene, and Gwen, certainly. I, I like her uh, presentation very, very much. Gwendolyn is a bright light uh, in the family along with many others. So uh, yes, I appreciate yes. you. Did you a good, uh, a good evening and uh, enjoy the rest of the week. Well, thank you. We appreciate you as well. Believe you me, we appreciate you as well. You've contributed already a lot to the family. Thank you very much. Image is blessed to have you. All right. Good night. Until I say hello. Okay, will do. Thank you. Well, folks, if we can be always from Austin, Texas. Don, I'm going to go to you next. What's final words? Final words, sir, please. I just want to family to take all the comments that have been said tonight. It's food for thought. Use it as a tool to uh, face the issues that we'll be facing during these next four years and not to become discouraged. Be prayed up, self-empowered, and just keep our eyes on the Lord, and I think we'll make it through this presidential election. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Don, you you put out a lot of good questions out there, man, I tell you. I really appreciate you, brother. Thank you very much. Well, Folks, I'm going to meet this line. That's Donald Shaw all the way from Fort Worth, Texas. I just uh, love my cousin Don. Uh, hopefully he know that by now. Darlene, last words, please. Okay. Um, I just, real briefly, I just think that we're going to have to band together, and we are strong people, and for the next four years, we just have to work it. 
Well, I appreciate those words, darling. And uh, again, thank you for being honest, let putting your emotions out there as well as good suggestions. And I think you gave the word today, really. You gave the word today, cousin, when you say this could be God's will. I mean, I don't think, you know, he approve of Trump's way, but many times, as the Bible says over and over and over again, come on, folks, y'all need me to tell you this, y'all probably this better than I do, the Father used many times people to chastise his people, including that Pharaoh, because Israel became rebellious. Come on now, our young people's favorite place to be, darling, is the strip club. It's like our young boys are perpetually staying high. I mean, uh, we in church, we, we, we religious. We're not into God. I'm talking about, I think, most churchgoers. I don't think they're into God. They're into church. It's a whole other God. It's not the God of the church. They're into church. They, they're not obeying what he say. We're rebellious people right now. And here comes this tornado to bring us back to sanity. Thank you, darling. I really appreciate everything you do to make this show. And, and again, thank you for your for your input tonight. No problem. Thank you for yours. You have a good night. All right. Well, I appreciate her tonight. Really, darling, about the emotion, just the, just the sober. And then Don did too. Folks, again, we've added a lot of solutions. Don kept saying pray, pray, pray. I kept saying pray, pray, pray. I, I really think we take prayer for granted. Not no now, lay me down to sleep stuff. We need to walk her, get on our knees, push that plate back fast. I'm talking about fasting, folk, and prayer. I'm not talking about some little prayer. I'm talking about some serious, put it like this. You need to hear God as clear as you hear me. And I do believe he's a loving God and he's going to protect us, but we've got to come to him. We've got to We've got to turn to him, family. Even if you don't believe the whole thing about Israel, y'all may think I'm cuckoo. I understand. I thought that too for many years. But I'm telling you, there's something about us as a people. I don't even think it's about the immigrants and the foreigners and the Mexicans. It's about African Americans. It's something about us. And I believe with the people of that book and, and the Bible talks about in the end of time, the end of this rule, that we would come back to him. And I don't think it's going to happen. I don't see it. It just don't look like it. But I tell you one thing, if that man performed half of the things he's saying, not to mention everybody's forgetting the 59 million people that put him there, that think like him, and the silent call to arms, to, to oppress, I see it every day. But don't worry, we'll be back in two weeks. Remember, we have this show every other week on the odd date, every odd date, every other week. So we'll have another family show two weeks from now. Next week, we're taking off the gloves, family. We'll be dealing with this, but it will not be a family show. It will not be G-rated. It'll be mature artists. It will be for mature artists only. We will not be playing with Trump next week. We're going to deal. Okay, we're going to keep it spiritual. We're going to provide a lot more solutions. We're going to get more into the solutions. I'm probably going to have some guests, and we're going to be talking about solutions for the next four years. That's under the banner of Five Smooth Stones. It will not be a family show. Y'all know these shows are very hard for Darling and I, so this is kind of a break. Again, next week will not be a family show. The following week, there, it will be a family show again on the odd week. I mentioned a lot about a lady named Frances Chris Wilson, who was at the beginning of the show. We had a, a tribute to her. Again, y'all go online, go to YouTube, and just simply type the name Frances Chris Wilson. Some of the things I was talking about, race, her concerns about whites, how they would feel. The woman project, already predicted this to happen a long time ago. 
she's not the only one. But I used to think the race war was a lie. Well, I think it is going to happen, but it's not going to be people out in the street shooting each other like a war like that, but it's going to be a subtle war. Now we have to just watch everybody, because uh, who are those 59 million? My goodness. Well, folks, just want to say I love every single one of y'all, and you can't do nothing about it. Nothing you can do about it. I love every single one of y'all. I'll do these shows because of that. Uh, family, William B. hit the nail on the head. Rewind this show and listen what that man said. Speaking to one another. Networking with one another. We, we, we just can't sit on Tuesday night and just have music and play little songs. and Oh, we're family. No, no. We've got to start sharing information. Don't worry. The whip is coming, and when it comes, we're going to be looking for each other. You're going to be looking for somebody to network, and I think this is a perfect uh, 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 platform to do that. This last song is more of the solution. Good night. God bless every single one of y'all. We don't.